Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Road Podcast, presented by DJ City. Big shout out to DJ City. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. I got DJ Never here. Yo, what's up, fellas? I got DJ D Miles. What's good, what's good? And we got the birthday boy, Jamie the Great. What's yeah. up, man? Yeah, what up, what up? What's up, fellas? Chill, oh, man. Everyone you good? Man, feeling good so this much, morning, man. feeling good. Trying to recuperate from the fucking weekend. Yeah, oh, how yeah. was your birthday? Good? <laughs> it, it was amazing. I started off here with you guys. We we're doing the streaming on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then randomly, my parents surprised me. They was outside. And then took off with them, hung out with them for the rest of the weekend. And then we had that big uh, celebration on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to y'all for That was a pretty uh, a depressing birthday celebration. It, it was, man. I, I kept apologizing at the end of the night. I'm like, sorry. It could have been better. But nah, nah, nah. under the circumstances, we, we made it work. right now. <laughs> Mad people were marveling at the food, though. Yeah. The food was great. Shout out to D, D and Cricket for picking that up. And then, Well, that was that, D. That was all D. That was all D. D oh, look at you. Right I'm trying to give you your flowers. And now you don't want them, man. <laughs> Asshole. Hey, I only want flowers for when I do shit. I don't want, you know what I'm saying? You don't want, you, I don't, I don't charity looking flowers? And then I uh, no, never no. got us the cake. Well, you got, got me the cake. diabetic cake. That you on it. That was some nasty fat, that was some nasty fat boy shit though. That cake. Yo, man. It was, over, it was, it was like Oreo crust. Oreo crust, a cheesecake, cheesecake with peeling. peanut butter. Who with orders Reese's a cheesecake pieces. with and peanut it had, butter? It had Reese's Pieces on top of the cake. Yeah. On top of the and there was like uh, peanuts all around the cake. Yeah. And there was a chocolate covered cake. It was Jesus crazy. Christ, man. That was like some shit. Like that was probably 2,000 calories if you had one slice. 2,000? I would say like 10,000 calories. <laughs> yeah, for one slice. It was nuts. <laughs> yeah. it was, But it was great. And, it was uh, not great. I, I pre- No, I said the celebration was great. Oh, that <laughs> cake was <laughs> fucking nasty as fuck, man. And I appreciate y'all for that. And yeah, man. But yeah. other than that, yeah. Yo, you're like the biggest man child ever. You had like a wrestling themed birthday party. Yeah. yeah. Right? With like Reese's Pieces. Uh, like the nastiest <laughs> fucking cake in the world that I've ever seen. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was worth it. It was cool. I mean, it worked. Never was pissed off at the, the cost of the no, cake. No, no, he was. He no, was it wasn't he even was. about. I mean, like, for a cheesecake, $50 for a cheesecake. That's why I was pissed off. I mean, like. <laughs> Here's the craziest thing. I went, like, mad from my house to the place to pick it up. It was, like, 35 minutes. Yeah. Oh, geez. I was, like, fuck. It was almost by uh, by Henderson a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, man, this fucking place is mad that, for. If that cake had diamonds or shit on top of it, I was, $50. Well, how much no is a deal. birthday cake? $50 doesn't seem that I'm much to sure me. I'm not sure how much, but that was a cheesecake, though. Well, the cake they got me in my house, it was around uh, 40, 50 bucks. Yeah, well. that's probably normal, right? It's never that's just normal. like a fucking. No, I, I don't buy cakes, that's why. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me being cheap. I just, I'm not used to. You were, you I don't know, cheap, I don't know what the price of a cake is. <laughs> and then for a cheesecake to cost $50, I'm like, damn, man. It was worth well, it. How much was a Junior's cheesecake, 12 inch, like that? Pause. That was Junior's, though, man. <laughs> that was Junior's. I'm not sure. I don't even think that was $50. <laughs> I mean, like, you go to Cheesecake Factory, you're going to spend about 50 bucks on a Yeah, on a that's like normal cake. shit, man. I, yeah. see, I didn't know that. So, like, how I, much, I don't buy cheesecakes. All right, so how much know. is a dozen roses for y'all? Uh, like 60 bucks. 60 bucks? Yeah. Right, damn, what roses are y'all buying? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, I'll go out. What you going to say? Yeah, like, I, I was going to say like 120. Oh, yeah, what that's, the fuck? That's what I was going to say, 100 uh, up. Well, Damn. I guess you get like the long stems, right? You get the long That's stems. a long stem. Like a long stem, legit rose. Like <laughs> yeah. a dozen is like 120. So yeah, yeah, when, man. When you get a shorty like two dozen, that's like 250. Exactly. Yeah. I think D, oh, yeah, D, D, getting the cheap roses. <laughs> yeah. He's getting the I was about to say, when is it? <laughs> he's getting like the, the, the roses with the eight inch stem. Those are the one eight inch No, when you go to the grocery prices. stores in New York and they have like the, the flowers outside, the bodegas, <laughs> he's getting those roses. <laughs> yeah. It's not one eight hundred flower price. Well, sixty dollars is not that bad. Nah, nah. 
That's but not. That's what I was saying. That's not bad at that's all. That's not long stem roses, though. No, that's a, like that's a different bracket of <laughs> rose game that you yeah. have going on. I don't know. Like that's yeah. the, New York is like that's the long stem roses is at least a hundred dollars. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, when you go dozen. online, you go to like a good um, like a florist, florist, yeah. a good florist. So you're gonna pay like at least one twenty and up. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> we motherfuckers going to one eight hundred flowers, <laughs> not getting that joy. Yeah, I'm just getting the stubby, the stubby shits, yo. It's all good because y'all, 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 y'all shorties probably don't even know the difference. I know they, they, they love just that appreciate, shit. They appreciate the flowers. The gesture. The problem is, is when you meet a shorty that knows the difference. <laughs> that's when you have a problem. And then she says like, "Oh, like, that's a oh, you got the short stem roses. That's still cute. That's How's nice. It? That's all right. That's all right. That's cute. <laughs> still dying a week. These are nice." And you feel like crumb. Yeah, I, I, I would feel like a crumb. Then you're going to text me and them and be like, yo, will you Damn. get your roses? What's <laughs> <laughs> your rose guy? Yo, have you ever bought, like, spent all that money on roses, Crook? And then the girl was just, she was like, oh, thanks. And you're like, fuck. Just spent 250 on these roses and she didn't give me, she doesn't know what the fuck she just Nah, got. because I remember, like, one of my first girlfriends when I was really, really young broke it down to me, like, what were, like, long stems uh-huh. and short stems. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't fuck with short stem what, roses. What is, what is the big difference, though? Damn, bougie. Huh? What is the, the major difference for a woman? Like, is it like just like a, a class? It's just the it's the quality of the rose, and yeah. I, I don't know. It probably gets a little deeper, but the long stem is just more. It's just like, it looks, I think it, it lives looks, longer. It looks classier than long stem. Yeah, yeah, it, it lives longer and shit yeah. too. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you want that. Like it's like you know. I don't different, know, like when you put it in a vase, it looks like more grander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with like a long stem. The short, the short stem, stem, it just like kind of cheap, right? <laughs> it's like wrapped, it's like wrapped in plastic. <laughs> I'm gonna make a note if I ever want to buy roses, I'm gonna hit you up for the rose guy, huh? I'm gonna hit you up for your rose guy. Ah, any any fucking florist, any legit florist should have. I just say you gotta go to a long stem. One, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but nonetheless, there's plenty in Silver Lake. No, no, I usually go Silver Lake. I usually go to the to the Flower District on San Pedro down uh, downtown LA. Yeah, and that's where you get like the more bang for your buck. Yeah, actually, that's where my mother and my grandmother go. They go. They could. Look, my grandmother's really into uh, like the flamingos, like the ones, the birds of paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they bloom out. Mm-hmm. She's into those. She's into um, gardenias. And yeah. she's into like yellow roses, so she goes down there like every two weeks and gets her load up on the flowers in the flower district. You know, it's crazy. I usually like never dealt with a girl that really likes roses. They always like sunflowers. Really? So this long stem, long stem game is not like something different. Sunflowers. I never had a shorty <laughs> ask for sunflowers. <laughs> I in know. My life. I'm about to say that. Those like are the real, earthy chicks. The earthy like. Like hip hippie chicks. Yeah, like they that love shit, right? the sunflower, bro. These motherfuckers just don't know anybody. I know, right? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> sunflower. <laughs> you try. You just. <laughs> she tells you, yo, sunflowers. You're like, all right, fuck it. That's what you want. I feel like a lot of like Asian, like uh, Pacific Islander girls like lotus, locusts, or whatever the locus? fuck they call it. Yeah, lotus or locust. <laughs> I think it's lotus. It's lotus, right? It's lotus. Like the club. It's lotus. <laughs> locust is the insect. Is yeah, it? yeah, it's okay. the bug. <laughs> they like insects. That was, that was the, uh, <laughs> That was the plague in the Bible, one of the plagues. No, yeah, the locusts. Yeah. Locus. So it's probably lotus. There you go. It's a good way to clear that shit up. Uh, so um, right now in Vegas, everything's opening up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been chaotic. Juneteenth just passed. Yes. Yeah. And I got to be honest, I didn't. I wasn't aware of Juneteenth until maybe last year. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I still didn't know that much. And I had to do some research like maybe a few weeks ago on Juneteenth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to be clear, it was... Pretty much the last, uh, it's it's the day commemorating the last day that all the slaves became yeah. free in America. And that was under yeah. Abraham Lincoln's regime, But right? here's the funny thing about that. Yeah. That day, um, June 19th, that was the day that 
It was actually the bill. The um, bill was passed like a year before. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't get the message until like a year later. Well, no. Well, the thing was that there were. I I was reading up on it. And there were certain states like Texas, yeah, exactly. right? Mm-hmm. That yeah. they still needed the slaves to finish harvest, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. so they wouldn't let the slaves go. Yeah, they wouldn't follow the law. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And they waited till that long to actually free the slaves. And mm-hmm. the slaves would have had no way of knowing anyway. Right. So was it because somebody landed a boat and they're like, "Yo, y'all are free. The war's over. Whatever." A boat? What yeah. Do you that, mean? I saw, well, that's what I saw on um, uh, Quest Love's little anim- animation thing. I guess there's a boat. His that, cartoon? Yeah, the little cartoon thing. It says that <laughs> the, the boat got to the shore and he told all the, the slaves that they were free. I don't know about that. But I think I, it had more. To, well, I mean, I, that's how they yeah. brought the slaves by boat. I don't know. They, that's what the, I saw the animation. That's what I got from the animation. Do you know? Have you ever like? Do you know? Do you know how they brought the slaves to? to oh, the, of course I do. Okay. Yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty horrific process. Yes. Oh no, it's nuts. By the thousands and like those stacked on top of each other. And most, yeah. a lot of them didn't survive making it here. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a third of them. It's crazy. It's yeah. fucking. Insane. But I think to like I think a lot of the slaves in the north were freed early, and I think they were relaying the message to the south. But the well, the thing the thing is that's why that was the whole point of the Civil War yeah. is that mm-hmm. yeah uh, the South were dependent on slaves yeah. for free labor yeah their economy you know. was based on slavery. yeah exactly <laughs> I mean to this day you, yeah. you still have motherfuckers talking about that shit down south yeah mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that should have never happened but that's fucking nuts yeah it's insane anyway Juneteenth passed and then. I never thought I would see it, but Vegas had protesters on the strip on a Friday night, which yeah. I've never I'm seen in my life. Yeah, they, 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 they did that. I'm actually pretty fucking impressed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? There was wasn't a, much, though. There was like maybe, they said maybe 200. Yeah, I was going to say like Still, maybe 200. Man, yeah. Not bad, man. I was just, you know what kind of, kind of like, <laughs> I don't know if it, maybe it's just me nitpicking a little bit, but I've never seen the world celebrate Juneteenth before. No. No, definitely not. Like, I, I knew what it is because I just grew up in a house of, like, women that were just big on education. Mm-hmm. So I knew what Juneteenth was growing up as a child, but yeah. I've never seen the world have any kind of recognition of Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. So to see it with from, like, corporations and different people coming out, even commercials, I'm like, wow, like, this is crazy. Well, isn't what? it isn't it to counter 4th of July a bit? I don't, maybe. I, don't I didn't know. think about that. Because 4th of July is Independence Day. Mm-hmm. It's when uh, America was freed from the British, right? Yeah. That yeah. was 1776? Yeah. Yeah. And then they're saying that that's not necessarily like America's freedom because uh-huh. they were slaves. Yeah. yeah. So like how can you celebrate 4th of July and, and, not, and not acknowledge yeah. Juneteenth, which yeah. is actually when the country became free? And quote, independent. Quote. Yeah. yeah. And independent. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Go, so I just well, um, go ahead now. I'm about to say also, you know, in New York, they, they're going to start next year. It's going to be a holiday. Yeah. Like June a paid, like a like a like a like a Martin Luther King like a, Day type. Exactly, yeah. It's so close to Fourth of July. I mean, why yeah, it not? It is. I mean, why not? I, mean, I was we'll just I happens. was just wondering if like a lot of these companies were overcompensating because of the, the social climate right now. Oh, where definitely. They might feel obligated. A- everyone's to, everyone's overcompensating. Yeah. Everybody. Look at I mean, um Angel Mama. They take Angel Mama off the um pancake box. They're changing their name, right? I don't know if they're changing the name, but I know they're changing the picture. But did oh, you see sure. that video of like the descendants of Aunt Jemima? No, no. Where oh they were, yeah, I did where they were, they were like, yeah. "Yo, y'all need to chill." Like, oh, they were family. The they're family. Not, they're not gonna get paid no more. That's... Yeah, they ain't gonna get paid no more. <laughs> so they were like, "Yo, 
I didn't see the. <laughs> it's I like didn't the see the whole video. Out. Yeah, because like I, I gotta see the video, but I, I know the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they, I feel they, like they I should upset. play the video and shit. But she was basically like, "Yo, she was like, y'all, y'all keep that going. Yo, y'all need to keep it on the shelves. <laughs> yo, that's the funniest shit I've heard. I mean, they, she's cheese. basically getting like a licensing the of royalties yeah, for man. the image of Aunt Jemima exactly. to be there. Yeah, man. Is that bad? I mean, I'm asking you guys, is that bad to keep that there? <laughs> I mean, no. Why you wait now to get rid of it? I mean, now because everything because everything that's going on. I don't think it's can going be updated. Does it make even sense to update the image or the the actual image or does I mean, just the name of it all? Is if just you're gonna rap. do that, you should have done it years ago. Why you wait now? Just because everything that's going on, you gonna and you think that's gonna change what's going on? But I yeah. What I'm trying to say is like Uncle Ben's right, uh-huh. which I think is gonna be next. Well, they already talked about Uncle Ben's. Mm-hmm. I mean, they talked about a bunch of shit. Uh. Is Aunt Jemima's the syrup? Yes. yes. Syrup and pancake mix. Pancake mix. Yeah. But I mean, what? Uh, so what, motherfuckers going to buy Bisquick? Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I don't understand it, like the significance of changing the name. The name isn't necessarily representative of something negative, in my opinion. Aunt Jemima is and, just... It's, well, and, and they updated her picture years ago. Also. Well, the bottle of yeah. the syrup is actually has racist connotations on it. No, they changed that bottle. Is it? It's not the OG bottle? No, it's okay, not the one know. with the handle anymore, right? <laughs> oh, you talking about the one with the, 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 the silhouette? Yeah. That shit. Oh, the going, silhouette. I don't eat I don't buy shit. syrup. Honestly, I don't buy, I don't, I don't eat no, pancakes. No, I buy no real maple they, they syrup. I buy like, the, they had that since the 70s, man. I, I buy real maple syrup. <laughs> I buy like organic maple you syrup. It, so you have to see it in a supermarket when you're looking for your um, organic I thought it was the regular one with the handle. I thought that was, yeah. Well, I'll put it this way, man. Honestly, like, a lot of that shit is not healthy for motherfuckers. I anyway. agree. Oh, no, so nice. like for me, yeah. I you know, I just think a lot of motherfuckers just buy that shit just yeah. because it's like because their family when they was a kid, their family yeah was, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I grew up. But on in that, the yeah. end of it all, like I don't really buy like I don't buy Heinz ketchup. I don't buy a lot of shit that that was like staples in in like in America. You mm-hmm. know, like as yeah. you know whatever condiments or whatever. Like I don't buy that shit anymore. So it has no value to me, but I, I'm, you know. But there's people that well, still you're one out of like a hundred per- people that do that shit. Yeah, yeah. That's well, maybe crazy. That, maybe I still that's... thought that they used the shape Ugh, of the bottle. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that bottle once in like a picture, but i never seen it Because I person. saw it and I was like, damn, that's kind of, I need to stop Ugh. that shit. Because yeah. it had like the dress kind of like form. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you think it's bad that they're uh, considering taking down all these like statues from different states of like leaders? I don't leaders care. And... I don't care. Yeah, like, I feel like it's it's getting like overblown, and people are like. But some really, of them statues like really, um, it's really racist. Though. Yeah, yeah, some of them are slave yeah. owners. They need bro. to like, yeah, they need to get rid of some of them. Like but. the owner of the Minnesota Twins, the baseball team. Yeah, the, the founding owner, he mm-hmm. moved the team to Minnesota because it was all white. Uh, that was his goal was to move it to an all white city. Really, at the time Minneapolis was all white, so people were. Now com- condemning him and his family for that for mo- for moving the team to Minneapolis. Well, that explains why they fucking suck. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> I, I think I think the board at UNLV here in Vegas, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I, they took down the the mascot. Oh really? Yeah, yeah the they, have a, they had the rebel statue and uh-huh. they took mm-hmm. it down. And yeah. It was like a little cowboy with the long stash. I mean, it wasn't yeah. a cowboy. It was. Oh, he looked. Was it like a pilgrim or something? Right. Something like that. Either way, sure. people thought it had racist connotations, uh-huh. so they took it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some people, I mean, there's a lot of people in Vegas who are uh, very anti protest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, I guess there's a lot of staples like that, like that mm-hmm. running rebel. 
Yeah. And they don't want they don't want to change that shit. Mm -hmm. But then if you want to go deep, there's all these teams that need to get changed too, like the Chiefs, the Indians, Redskins. The Redskins Redskins. is horrible. Can you imagine? They've been trying to get that change for years. They, I thought they almost had like about six years ago. They, they yeah, the Florida State Seminoles, like all yeah. these like Native American. Uh, it's like it's, imagine just having like a, I don't know what's like a. I mean, Redskins is pretty harsh, right? Yeah, I think the yeah. Cleveland Indians is kind of wild too. Like, yeah, I think that one's like because they actually have like a real. I mean, Indian even the, even the term Indian doesn't make any make any sense. Right. It's literally a mistake. <laughs> yeah, because Christopher like the whole. <laughs> And Italians love Christopher Columbus, right? Yeah. Christopher Columbus was set out to find uh, India. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he happened to find America, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And he thought Native Americans were Indians and obviously called them Indians and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone's just holding on to all of this shit, but it really doesn't mean anything in the end. And it all came from ignorance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we were just brainwashed. They, they finessed the shit out of Columbus Day. They like did. growing up as a kid, we thought that oh, was like no. a, he was like a, a, like hero. a hero. Yeah. yeah. Now you read about it, it's just like, this guy was horrible. He was an asshole. I mean, when you think about Thanksgiving too, though, right? Yeah. I mean, Thanksgiving does, I mean, it's a beautiful holiday, but I mean, it stems from a lot of misinformation. Yeah. It's quote unquote a family holiday, but it was a fucking massacre. I mean, celebrate every year. I mean, if you think about it, everything we've learned is misinformation. Mm -hmm. It's all misinformation. So what is real? Yeah. I mean, and it, it's, woke. it's one of those things where, like, uh, Sean King was talking about, they need to take down all the Jesus, all the white yeah. Jesus statues and all the white Jesus paintings and all of that shit. And I don't know. I kind of agree. Like, yeah. that's not that's not what Jesus looked like. You yeah, know, I mean, this, even if you read in the Bible, like, his origin, yeah, no one in the Middle East or where he was from, like, was it like a... No one had blonde hair, blonde blue, blonde eyes, hair, blue yeah. eyes. Like, they had, like, coarse hair. Like really fair, like to mm-hmm. darker skin. That's crazy. Like they had like desert climate. Like there's no European looking person in that climate. So. And it's really fucked up because that image of Jesus, right? Uh-huh. It really kind of brainwashed us all to just believe that this and any angelic being was always in white yeah. and was white and had blonde hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's definitely a yeah. form of control. So even if I was young, if I was going to like paint an angel or like if I was a kid and I was going to draw an angel, I draw like a white angel, right? Right? With yeah. blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would be my image of, you know, like innocence purity. and purity, yeah. right? Yeah. And I would never think to to, you know, I don't know, draw an Asian angel or whatever the fuck. You, you know, know what's crazy? I in the Mexican culture we have uh La Virgen de Guadalupe and she's She's a dark skinned uh, virgin, uh, like a virgin or whatever. Yeah. And not whatever, but sorry. But yeah. She, so I always thought any angel or any significant of religion, like people, or whatever, they could be any color. So I didn't see just white Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I, on, well, at least for my mom's household, um, all the Jesus have brown eyes. I never saw one with blue eyes. <laughs> so it's maybe different. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it depends on the I culture. Up, I grew up with white Jesus everywhere. So. I know he was white, but he didn't have blue eyes and like blonde shit. It was like dark brown hair and brown eyes. Oh, yeah, but, I never seen that. Yeah, so I maybe it's a Mexican thing. I don't know. I grew up in private school and Catholic school my entire life, and it was all the same image. Same here. Yeah, yeah. That's and crazy. I, I didn't really understand uh, about like you know like this white Jesus thing till honestly Malcolm X. Yeah, so I started reading that book and I saw the movie and I was like, "Yo, that shit is crazy." And then you just start. And I remember everyone. Remember at that time they kept saying to unlearn, unlearn what yeah. you have learned. Mm-hmm. 
And that was like a really important thing. And I just felt like all that wokeness just to like disintegrated as we got older and went into the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. And then we all just cared about money mm-hmm. and making money and shit. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's good that this is happening now. And I think it's good that all of these things are yeah. kind of just changing now. I mean, it should have changed like 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah it should have. But now I think it, now that they can implement all of these changes, I think they should, you know. And what mom, happened? I thought they were going to do like a Harriet Tubman $5 bill or some shit, right? Uh, twenty dollar twenty dollar bill. Yeah, yeah. When they, what happened them, with that? They just they was planning on doing it, but then they just stopped talking about it. It was supposed to come out this year, actually. I believe, right? Never. I, I think it was twenty twenty one. It was set to come out. Yeah. Wow. They announced yeah, it like two years ago. Yeah, but yeah, they just stopped talking about it. So I don't know. That's in limbo right now. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. The momentum of it all is crazy because I even see like um universities, like uh founders of universities being looked like their statues are looking at being taken down. Like one of them is the University of Texas, and mm-hmm. their, their fight song has a bunch of racial undertones. Yeah, dealing with the railroad, and it goes deep, man. Like University of Mississippi, right? All these like Southern schools mm-hmm. that were like um you know, based off of slave money, plantation money, like they're all like getting looked into heavy now. I mean, even the ice cream song. I oh, that was, was crazy. The ice cream song was crazy. Yeah, as like fun. all these nursery rhymes and yeah. stuff that we grew up <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, it was like mad racist shit. Like yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. It's funny though, like I've never been to Germany, but I've heard that when you go to Germany, mm-hmm. there's a lot of shame for, you know, for Nazis uh-huh. in that period. Yeah. And there's the monuments, you know, you know, declaring that shame. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And if you think about slavery and, you know, also what happened, what how, like, America treated indigenous people like the Native Americans. Yeah. yeah. There's no shame about it. And it's really, like, America just needs to be really humbled. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, yeah. If it's always just been, like, you know, this, this very arrogant, like egotistical energy from America. And, you know, everyone's looking at us, you know. I talk to other motherfuckers out of the country. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they're really looking like America's falling apart. It is. It yeah. Definitely is, and they're yeah. kind of questioning, why did we worship you guys so much? Yeah. <laughs> like, why did we... You guys are a fucking We was mess. number one. Now we like in... Well, not it just seems like yeah, yeah. It, you know what? America looks like that married couple that you're like, oh my god, they're so perfect. Yeah, when you the get kids them, are perfect. Then, then when they break up, it's just like oh shit. no, and then you realize like oh <laughs> shit, like they're falling apart. Yeah, the kids yeah. are going to jail. Yeah, like yeah. these motherfuckers, like everything's going crazy right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just keep, I keep remembering that statement that Cricket said that this is the year that it seems like we're getting a peak at the other side of the of the curtain. So every time I see something on the news, I see something new pop up. I'm like, damn! Just the current keeps getting pushed back, pushed back, cause yeah. it's pretty fucking insane, and it's and it's almost like I feel like sometimes I'm asleep, and I feel like this is a fucking dream, but I'm like, no, nah, this shit is real, and this shit's happening. It's like a nightmare, man. It's yeah. a bad nightmare. Have you that seen this? Mean. Have you seen this Netflix documentary called uh, Alt Right? No, no. Uh, all right, it's it's about. Uh, <laughs> I mean, fuck! It's about like white supremacy. Uh-huh. Okay. And stuff. I hadn't finished it yet, but you guys should check it Is out. Is it a season on or one like? No, it's just one documentary, and it's just kind of following this dude, Richard Spencer, mm-hmm. who was like kind of leading this alt right movement, which is like alternative, alternative right, right yeah. movement. Yeah, which is basically, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. Like, it's just for all like. Like like white people, it's like all white supremacy, but it's different tiers of white supremacy bunched up together, uh-huh. of like Trump supporters who aren't necessarily racist, and then 
you know, there's like tiers of it. I, I, I don't know the whole breakdown, but there's like level one, level two, level three. Level one is like, yeah, like we respect gays. We want we want certain kind of like of the same things, but we want more white shit. Yeah. But it's like a little more subtle. And then the second one is like, we want our own country. We, we want everything separated. The real racist. Right. The yeah. <laughs> and then the third one is like literally neo-Nazi, which is like crazy, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like the extremists. What the fuck is a f- the fourth level? That's three levels. It's just three oh, levels. Oh, just three levels. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, like it's just interesting to, it was interesting to watch and like horrifying to watch at the same time. Just, yeah. uh, just that there's out there people thinking like that. Yeah, but I'm thinking about this because he had a plan. It's kind of crazy, but he had a plan to separate America uh-huh. into races. It was interesting. Wait, wait, like break that down. Like, like white America would be in the center, uh-huh. kind of where Montana is, yeah. and it would it like would the Midwest. take a, yeah, it would take pretty much take over the whole Midwest, and then they would give certain sections off to certain races, but it was like all separate. And I'm, think, nuts. and I'm kind of thinking, it seems crazy, but then the more I think about it. It's not that bad of an idea. I mean, it's not, not that it's not that bad of an idea. I just think ignorance is so, like, Americans are so stubborn uh-huh. mm-hmm. and they're so ignorant. Like, they can't even wear a mask. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm That's saying? Insane, like, they yeah. can't even come together and wear masks for, like, the greater good of other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just thinking, like, yo, like, it might come down to, like, a possible civil war. Yeah. Yeah. And then having them end a civil war by saying, like, look, this is your side. This is your section. All you guys who don't agree with this shit, like, you stay in your section. Yeah. And I was just thinking, like, that could exist. But it's a little crazy, but I... You know, it just doesn't. What is it about? Like, why can't we just agree on simple shit like wearing a mask? Like, people don't, we can't even, we couldn't even figure out how to protest in unison. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta think back. And I don't know much about this, so I'm only speaking from things that I've heard here and there. Mm -hmm. But you know, like, you know, like Muslims and Jews, that's been going on forever, yo. Yeah, Yeah. that's been going on for fucking ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Korea was split from North to South Korea for like, Forever, yeah. for decades, yo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are things that just happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we look back to Russia when the wall came down, mm-hmm. same thing, yo. Yeah. It's like there's there's yeah. all of these things that exist, and America's never dealt with it. But it's, it's kind of weird. They, with we, it right now. we could have, we could be divided. America could end up being divided, and then maybe after two or three generations they break a wall down or they say, look, it's time for us to come together. Yeah. yeah. But you need that separation in order to appreciate the inclusion of everyone. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. that makes perfect sense. Because you start missing people and it's like, you know, it's well, just very We're different. so dependent on on things from other cultures in this country. That mm-hmm. would be, I mean... Yeah, they're, they're going <laughs> to... They're not getting avocados, buddy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> from an agricultural standpoint... <laughs> yeah, the Mexicans are going to thrive. From a standpoint... <laughs> Yeah, like you, if you think about it, it might be a harder life for them. No, know, it's going like, to be a harder life. And I don't want to be preachy, but fam, they cannot thrive without the immigrants. They cannot thrive without minorities. They cannot thrive without black people with the culture. They, they're not going to thrive whatsoever. It's going to be the most bland fucking shit. It's weird because when I was thinking of that, I was thinking of segregation and imagine yeah. growing up in segregation. Even mm-hmm. now, like, I don't know. I never drive cross country. I don't know how to drive, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking if it was divided, and you flew 
you were flying over these like and what if there was a layover in like a white area of the country yeah Yeah. would that be dangerous you know it's like all of these things came into my head yeah would would they book minorities would they book like an asian dj or a black dj like yeah. back in the day, but you'd have to stay in a separate. Like I was just thinking of all of these crazy I things. Mean, yeah, I, I would say they would do it. I mean, like, look at the um, entertainers from back in the days. Yeah, they used to um, do these shows, but they they couldn't stay in the hotel, but they could perform on the stage. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they could. Perform. But I'm, I'm just wondering. Perform. I'm wondering, like, if this ever would happen, would it be like? Uh, would you? Would it be? Would it be crazy if you're like you're actually going to go there and perform for them? Like, yeah. It would be like kind of a bad look, you know what I'm if saying? The, I mean, if the money's good, you would still well, yeah, you would I mean, do that. Fuck, you think that about if it, you it. couldn't get booked no place else, and this this <laughs> is the only whores, bro. this was Jesus the only, this would be the only way you would be able to like um, support your well, think career. About, I mean, if you look at like Sammy Davis Jr., he was Fam, performing. Well, would you exactly. look he was at, performing? Would you at Lena Horn? Look would at you the, would you DJ a Trump event? No. Oh, there you go. Whatever the money was good. Trump event though. What do you? What's the difference when if you go to a, a completely racist, uh, like racist Colorado, section, yeah. a, a divided section of America that doesn't want to live with you? Do you understand? They don't uh, want to enter or share the same space. They don't want to be with okay, you. We could, all right, honestly, we could say no right now. Never's looking at the check though. He's like, no, seven thousand. Not that bad. They can't hate me that much. Look at this check. <laughs> <laughs> we could say no right now because we have a choice. We we'll say if years from now we don't have a choice. Yeah, and this is the only way we could make a living, and we would have to do that. Unfortunately, yeah. So do and me, then, me, then, do, then yeah. maybe that, then maybe, maybe a Trump wouldn't even book us. They wouldn't want us to do some shit like that. Well, what was it in like the '60s when the Huntridge was the only place that black entertainers could stay in Las Vegas? Like Sammy Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like I think they were still performing with like uh, Frank Sinatra and like the Rat Pack. Yeah. but he would have to go his own way yeah. at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what the racial how it was then. Look at the um, the, um, the movie The Green Book. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had to like oh, yeah. he couldn't stay in the um, places he was performing at. He had to stay at a hotel that was far from from the. What was it? The, the black neighborhood. It wasn't like you know. It was in the it was in the black area, mm-hmm, and yeah. he didn't want them staying in the white area. Yeah, couldn't mm-hmm. even. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the same thing. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's it's. I don't think it'll get that bad, but yeah. I could. I just don't know because there's no compromise anymore. Them, no man. one's compromising anymore. Cops are not compromising. They don't. Yeah. They're continuing. To act the same way, even now with all these protests and the cameras, even worse. They're not. They, yeah, they, they're not altering any any of their behavior, mm-hmm. and it, it's a really a. It's become, it's become not just a case of just cops and just this. Everybody has an inability to conform and compromise, and everyone is not self aware. Yeah. yeah. So when you have a bunch of people like this, and it's become ingrained into the country like it is now. How do you solve that? You know what I'm saying? You can't. The only way to solve it is for it to get a lot worse. Yeah. And to people to lose a lot. Well, look you know at, what I'm saying? You're not, gonna, of, uh, you're not going to realize there's a problem till you lose everything. Yeah. And then you're like, holy shit. Yeah. That, that's a problem. You look at the, the footage of the guy that just got out of jail that's been all over social media. That was a part of the. Um, the killing of uh, George Floyd. Yeah, they he caught him like, in like Costco or yeah, some grocery store. He was, uh, like he was in there like 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 just stale he was buying Oreos chilling. and ice yeah. cream and shit. You know, what <laughs> he saying? was buying the Fourth of July Oreos. I saw that. He was like, like he was like he had so no no he was so unaware. No, the calmness of no, he was aware. He was ashamed. He was yeah. He was he looked remorseful. He looked ashamed. He like he just looked. But he was he was not remorseful enough to. He was still outside. Yeah, he should have sent somebody for <laughs> at least wear a fucking mask. Well, he didn't mask. think somebody would recognize him, probably. 
Dude, he was. He looked like Joe Budden. <laughs> just a lighter skin. <laughs> a white, yeah. a white Joe. When Budden. I saw the beard at first, I was like, "Who is that?" But the, the, the thing is, I heard the nerve. That, right? I heard that he was one of the cops that was trying to stop it. Oh, okay. He was on top. Of, never mind. No, I'm not getting into that. The, I heard he was one of the guys who tried to stop it, uh-huh. and they actually like pushed him aside. Damn, that's what I heard. Crook, he mm-hmm. was on top of. George Floyd. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying that they, that, you was, know that was one thing? part of it that I heard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what was crazy? Um, I can't watch that George Floyd video. When the yeah. woman, when the woman that was recording him came up, she's like, "What's your name?" He goes, "Yeah, that's me." He yeah. said that like berate him, and I'm like, "Fam, send somebody else to go get you the fucking audio, the Oreos." And it's just like, like you still are walking in the county. I feel like his boy was like, "Come on, man, let's just go." Know, He's yeah. like, "No, nah, I don't want to go." He's just like, "Come on, you need some fresh air." Let's just go. Where and then the he was point? like, I'm not going. He's like, I fucked up. I shouldn't have gone out. Yo. Right. But I mean, there's still a level of comfort for him to be able to just walk yeah. outside. And but he felt know it though, that nothing's going to happen. Look, look no, he, he was knows, ashamed. For exactly, sure. yeah. But here's the, here's the thing, man. You also got to understand this. He he probably knows he's going to go to jail. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's he's enjoying whatever exactly. freedom the that he can. The 4th of July like. Oreos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm I got to sure, get these special I'm sure editions. Strip club, I'm sure if the strip clubs was open, he'd be over there he was right there. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Man. Like, yeah. honestly, if I was, like, about to go to jail, I'd be, like, trying to be, like, let me enjoy whatever time exactly I have now. Yeah. Let me get some 4th of July Oreos. <laughs> For the July Orioles is crazy. <laughs> I just like that she was like, what are you doing here? He's like, just getting some essentials and he has <laughs> <the> Oreos. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> fat boy. Like so Oreos wait, do you, no do you think that if it came down to us all living in segregated neighborhoods or segregated towns, would that be a bad thing necessarily? No, it's like the north and the all, south, right? We're still all we, together. We, we kind of grew up like that already. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you put a bunch of these racist people in one city, right? Uh-huh. And and they they let's say they have their own state, you know what I'm saying? And they yeah. had to intermingle. They'd still have to trade outside of that state, right? They'd still have to import goods from Asians, from Mexicans, from Latinos, from Black people. Mm-hmm. They'd still need that, right? So at some point, reality would hit where they'd be like, "This is not working." Yeah, maybe that's how we end racism. Do you understand what I'm <laughs> no? But that's what I'm saying is that you don't really realize. Or appreciate what you have and what's around till you lose everything. Yeah. And that's what's going to have to happen to America. It's going to have to lose, you know what I'm saying, some of that. We're going to have yeah. to lose a bunch of shit. And that's what's... And honestly, I don't care about the shit we're losing now, but I fear about the other things that we could lose. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the Aunt Jemima's. I don't care about the statues. Those, nope. are, those are all whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck. Those could burn down and do whatever. I just don't want to lose anything that America was built on. And what I love about America is that everyone intermingles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a city, it's a country built on immigrants. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I don't want to change. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the one thing I don't want to change. And I feel mm-hmm. like it will change. Mm-hmm. I don't that, know if it's sustainable you know? to change. I mean, it, like you said, it's built on immigrants coming over here with their skill sets. You see how each side is getting crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, people are attacking each other. Yeah. I mean, people are sensitive. You know, everyone's going, everyone's so sensitive right now and yeah. everyone's it, it, yeah. losing their mind. I mean, like you could say the smallest thing to somebody and it could explode into like a bigger deal. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like now is just such a, it's such a crazy time right now. Yeah. 
No one's thinking rationally. Yeah, everyone's thinking emotionally. Yeah, it's, it's all emotions. Then that's yeah. the thing is that like that's good that we're like like there's emotion out there, uh-huh. but we need some leadership and we need some intelligence and patience and we need something like that. Yeah. We don't have nobody like that right now. <sighs> it's funny because Obama spoke for a little bit mm-hmm. and I was expecting more from him. Yeah. And he kind of like threw it off to these other dudes. He's like, well, we're going to let these other guys talk. Yeah. He's like, but good to see you, everyone. <laughs> he's like, stay strong. And like, da, da, da. I was like, damn, man, Obama kind of fucking. He's like, good luck, y'all. That's exactly what you're saying. We lost that and we didn't know what we had. I don't think he wants to get involved. Yeah. Because if he wanted to get involved, he would have gotten involved. He would throw some bars out there. Yeah. I, that's what I think. That's a tough. <sighs> That's tough, man. It's funny because I saw like Andrew Yang, and not because he's Asian, but I saw him speaking earlier uh-huh. on some video, mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he's trying to work on um, getting everybody uh, compensated for all this social media, uh, for all these internet companies taking all our information and making money off of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to find some compensation. For everyone who uses like Facebook, uh-huh. Facebook is making billions off of our information. Right. And we don't get, we get, you know, I don't nothing. get shit. So yeah. now he's trying to work on everyone getting some type of like royalty or commission for all the information that it, they're Andrew making Yang. money from. A, right. And Love it's that, those man. kind of things that I'm like, yo, that's, that makes sense. And he's yeah. trying to do something like that. I don't, I don't hear many motherfuckers doing right. that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Even I mean, even when we went to go see him speak back in February, and he was talking about the universal basic income. Yeah, that makes it sense. All How much does that make sense right now? Like and he was saying, like all you had to do, and you told me too. I think like cut into the budget that we use for like our weaponry in the military, which is like trillions of dollars of weapons sitting around that we never use. Mm-hmm. You could cut into that budget, and it'll be enough for every American. Well, it's the same have, thing. It's the a, same thing. With, like we spoke about defunding the police. All yeah, that money that, yeah. funding that can go into education. It can go into programs that help. I mean, like just recently, it didn't happen recently. It happened like ten months ago. But it was that that was the, that one black kid who was like a violinist. I forgot his name. Elijah McClain. Yeah, Elijah McClain. Mm-hmm. It was ten months ago that happened. That he he just got like I know. he got arrested for no fucking reason. And they uh, they what did they pump into him? They injected um, ketamine. Ketamine and ketamine. It, yeah. yeah, and he ended up dying in the hospital. Yeah, that really. I don't know. I, I read about it last night for the first time, yeah, and it yeah. really touched me yeah. for some reason. Because he was such a nice kid. He was yeah, just man. like, he used yeah. to, this dude used to, he played the violin. For the kittens. He used to go to shelters and play for kittens. <laughs> like, how could you fucking dude. do that, yo? That's I was, when I was nuts. reading that shit, I, I ain't confronting. My eyes is getting watery. I'm just like, dude, they killed this kid for nothing. Man. But I'm saying if they had programs out there, the more like social workers out there, maybe like, maybe like, I don't know, like sometimes like what more well-equipped social workers out there that patrolled mm-hmm. or like made calls for certain things. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. It, it would make more sense than to call a cop in. I would yeah. say like we need police, but we need police for like real shit, real crimes. Right. Yeah, motherfucker committing crimes. Yeah, like honestly, like no one should be calling like nine one one for some like some regular shit. It should be like, yo, there's a fucking dude outside with a gun. And yeah. That's when the cops should exactly, come, right. ready to bust some caps into the motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should not be there for like. Domestic abuse and all that. That should yeah. be like social like the, workers. Like the young yeah. man that got, uh, he was in his car drunk. Like you don't need a police officer for that. Mm-hmm. You can you can do you can send a paramedic. You can possibly send a firefighter. Or, or just get no no. You can you you can send somebody who's gonna help him. He's yeah. a citizen, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And get him help. 
And he's drunk out of his and mind. And just be like, look, I'm, I'm going to give you a ride. Yeah. But, you know, I really think you should go check to AA, maybe. Yeah. Control some of your drinking. Why don't Leave we check in and, you know, like yeah. help motherfuckers to do that shit. Counseling. Yeah, not exactly. Not someone coming yeah. in with aggression. Yeah, and not only that, so, it could yeah. be a social worker who's like, why are you, so, why are you drinking? Why are you... Why are yeah. you like abusing, like like slowly self destructing? What are the things? And like, wow, well, I don't have a job. I don't have this. I don't have that. Well, let's let's try to change that. Yeah. And that's really that. All people just need help. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? They don't need more police like fucking them up and harassing yeah. them. But they're exactly. fucking just. Their main motive is fucking getting that DUI, fucking arrest and make that money. Well, this goes back to like the why. You guys ever watched The Wire? Yeah. When they were saying like the numbers. Like, just the numbers were fucking... It wasn't like numbers were getting away of real policing. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Where they were just making fake arrests mm-hmm. to make yeah. it seem like, oh, the streets are cleaner. To, to keep the quota going. The quota was, going. And then yeah. it was also yeah. fucking up uh, education because they were just relying on testing. And testing doesn't necessarily mean that the kids are learning anything. Right. Because mm-hmm. they're, just, they're just trying to teach the kids how to pass the test. Right. But they're not learning anything. Yeah. So there's all these things in the system that doesn't make any fucking sense and it doesn't help anything and it's making everything worse. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? But as far as as far as Vegas goes, if we're going to talk about Vegas, numbers are going up. It's not it's see it's looking like it's not that safe. There's a bunch of shit closing up. Yeah. The Cosmopolitan Hotel, which is probably one of the newer hotels out mm-hmm. here, like where Marquee is at. Yeah. Last 10 years. Yeah. Their f- whole front desk got COVID somehow, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. What was this on the weekend, like Thursday or Friday? This was Friday night. Yeah. Friday night, they had to shut down their front desk at a hotel. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? That's one crazy. of the more expensive hotels. Yeah, too. and one of the more expensive hotels. You're like right, and then, and then, and all the guests couldn't check in. Right, there was like a line of guests at the hotel, and they couldn't check in and it was because insane. the whole front desk had COVID. There's wow. cases, and then uh, was that a restaurant called Beauty and Essex? One Beauty like, and Essex yeah. had COVID. But, but here's the crazy thing: Marquee Day Club opened this weekend, mm-hmm. and then next weekend, not only they open in the daytime, they open in at night as well. Yeah, oh, like and they open in the boombox room. Oh, wow. Wow. that's scary. Yeah, because that that room is pretty small. Yeah, yeah. it's condensed. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. I mean, I I, I don't like I don't actually people. don't have a problem with outdoor events mm-hmm. as much as I do with indoor events. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, shit, best of luck for, to them. Well, I think they're doing they're doing reservation only. Um, they are, so yeah. and you have to have a cabana. I don't think there's any like walk up traffic or people being able to like just hang out at the bar and mingle. I heard like the reservation shit is mm-hmm. becoming like a dude fest. Really? Yeah, because you don't have general uh, admission, mm-hmm. so like a lot of women don't buy tables. Right. Yeah. A lot of dudes buy tables. Yeah. But they buy tables so they to can attract women. women. <laughs> but there's no dudes. general admission of women walking in. Yeah. Because it's all just tables of guys. That was, um, so that, that, that's fun. what I heard has been happening in like yeah. clubs that are open and bars that are open that are doing table reservations only. Uh-huh. It's like all these dudes and then there's like there's no women. Interesting. So that's it's like crazy. This, <laughs> it's like all these <laughs> And I started thinking, I'm like, well, why aren't women buying tables? Because they're not they used to it. Because they're, <laughs> they're so fucking entitled of getting of drinking for free. Yeah, you know, I, had a, I had a bottle of that. I had a buddy. He was thinking about coming out <laughs> here uh, in August for his birthday. And he was like, well, what's going on? And I was like, well, as of right now, you have Marquee Day Club is open. Uh, light Daylight is supposed to open for uh, the July weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you could probably do that. And I could probably help you get a cabana. And he was like, oh, that's cool. And he was like, wait a minute. 
no general admission. So that means I can't just like grab some chicks to the table. Mm-mm. I was like, exactly. Like that's not really an option. I'm right wondering now. if the clubs have to just start hiring or getting girls like to come like a in. To do agency, a dr- or, you might have to do that. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah. It's kind of that weird. Nuts. Yeah, that's a form. Of, or they just let the girls come in. That's a form of what, Jamie? I'm saying that's a form of like prostitution in a nah, way. No, 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 It's not sex. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. uh, clubs clubs have been doing that for years and hiring modeling agencies to fill up tables. It's a form of like paid blue balls if you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just like walking in and they're like, hey, okay, peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a they few. get a comp bottle, whatever, like a, a group of 10 girls from a modeling agency. They chill for a couple of hours, mingle. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty normal. Yeah, I had a few friends coming out here uh, for this upcoming weekend. They hit me up and like, yo, let's go to Encore Beach Club. I was like, nope, not coming out the house. Sorry. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, we got bottles. I'm like, huh, I, could, I do too <laughs> in the I, house. I feel like it's getting even scarier now. Like the hotels, we're looking at these casino hotels, right? Yeah. Um, The Mayfair and the Bellagio closed. Yeah. yeah was, the, uh, two from case, I believe. Yeah. And in I the heard, kitchen? Was it, in, it was in the kitchen? Yeah. yeah. And I heard that there's like about five to six restaurants in Vegas that closed on oh, the strip. Yeah. The same, it's around the same time Mayfair closed, like yep. the same hours. So, yeah, man. and it, the thing is, these casinos, they're not, these hotel casinos in Vegas on the strip, yeah. they're not going to shut down. Nah. They're just going to continue, money, man. they're just going to continue shutting down sections of the hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's all like closed. this is closed, this is closed, this is open, this is closed, this is closed, this is open. And um, they, they're going to try to, uh, appear like it's contained. Yeah. But I don't know what's going to happen. I could see them doing that with floors and rooms too. Like, this has COVID, this floor yeah. shut down, or this wing is shut down, and blah, blah, blah. But they're not going to shut down the hotel at all. Unless it gets fucking yeah. like rampant, which that's, I don't think that's they're. so scary because a lot of them, they all share like a central air cooling system, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like as far as like ventilation and mm-hmm. how, do you, how do you prevent that? I like, think there's multiple, there's yeah. probably multiple ventilation units just like all i don't know the things about that but you're right i mean it's all recycled there yeah especially if there's like there's probably like five rooms that are connected yeah yeah i'm sure one floor is probably the one right wing of the hotel yeah Yeah. yeah. i don't know i don't know how that all that shit works but you know vegas is all about tourism and we've spoke about this before they're not even if the worst shit happens you're not going to hear about anything about it yeah well, I think we're starting to see some of the effects of some of these other spots, like maybe like a Memorial Weekend. A lot of people I know that lived in Vegas were partying in Phoenix. And just a month later, we're, I think we're starting to see some of those numbers spike due to that. Yeah. Vegas is going to spike. Like, I think it's going to go crazy. And the, the problem is, is that you have motherfuckers coming in and out, in and out. Mm-hmm. And they're like bringing COVID and leaving, bringing COVID yeah. and leaving. And mm-hmm. you're seeing like all the staff are getting infected because nobody's wearing masks. None of the tourists or the guests are wearing masks. They're not required to. So no matter what, even if the staff are wearing masks, it doesn't matter because there's like 500 people, you know, they're encountering 500 people not wearing masks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're all getting infected, yo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've talked about this, so I don't want to talk about the importance of wearing masks and shit. Yeah. But it just seems like a fucking, like a broken record. The way like mother, the way we keep saying like wear your mask, wear your mask. You know what I'm saying? What's yeah. the big deal about wearing a mask? Why is I don't it? Know. Like- I, I honestly, man, I think there's a stigma now that like, with, especially with men, if yeah. you don't, if you wear a mask, you're yeah. kind of like a pussy. Yeah. Like, like you know, like I get the pussy looks when I wear a mask. Like, and if you have gloves, like then you're a real pussy. Dude, if yeah. you have gloves or you bring out the hand sanitizer, you yeah. look even worse. 
Yo, you know, this morning when I came, before I got here, I had on gloves and a mask, and I felt, I actually felt weird because, first of all, nobody's wearing their mask. Uh-huh. No. Nah. In, in my, in my building, right? In nobody. Building, yeah, nobody, man. And I'm just like, I felt like. Is Valet wearing a mask? They wasn't yeah. even wearing a mask. When I came in well, this no, morning, no, the, valet the front driver. desk wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the valet guy did valet, have a mask. Okay, I didn't even see the valet. Does a security guard at the gate have a mask? Probably, nope. right? No? He didn't have one, no. But well, he's kind of far away from you. Well, I will say this: like maybe two weeks ago, and I talked to you guys about it off off uh, camera. But two weeks ago, I went out for the first time mm-hmm. at a casino. Uh, I had some friends in town. They were like, "Yo, let's go hang out." I was like, "Cool, no mask, no gloves. Everyone's out." We went to a lounge at a casino off the strip, and it was a pretty large lounge, mm-hmm. and it was fucking packed. No social distancing. People were just at the bar chilling at tables. And then the next day, which was a Sunday, I got a call from one of my friends and they were like, hey, like, heads up, one of the people that we were with were in touch with someone that has COVID. Mm. So I was like, oh, shit. So I literally went right away online and I Googled free COVID test in Las Vegas, Yeah, found a local pharmacy, and I went the next day to get tested. And yeah. it took, I want to say, two to four days. I think I got the, the results on the fourth day. And luckily, everything came back clear. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, I've been on it, like, mask, like... Yeah, sanitation. Like, but before that, I was just kind of like, whatever. I'm gonna go to this casino. I think everything's good now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but well, that, I, it's not good. <laughs> I, mean? I remember you hitting me up like, "Yo, I, I got to go get tested. I yeah. might have this shit because I was around people." Yeah, and I, I'm, I, I was definitely concerned. But then the second part of me was like, up, like kind of pissed off. Yeah, because I was like, "How could you be so, like, irresponsible for your for your health?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then for the health of all of the people around you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then a part of me was like, okay, like, I think the worst is over. So when I went out, I wasn't really thinking or being self-aware in the sense that I still need to be wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. And then when that happened, it kind of really opened my eyes again. And I was like, oh, shit, this shit ain't over. Like, Well, the shit, here's the thing. Here's the misconception is that Vegas hasn't had the worst yet. Cali hasn't had the worst yet. Mm -hmm. And it's becoming, we're starting to get to a bad place. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like our war hasn't even begun yeah. with COVID here in the city. Mm-hmm. So everything that we were seeing with New York, they're actually getting over that shit. Everyone's used to wearing yeah. masks. Yeah. yeah, Everyone's shaming other motherfuckers who don't wear masks. Yeah. So now we're coming to a place where everyone here thought it was all good. Mm-hmm. They didn't experience that heat early on. So now they're thinking it's all good. But now I'm getting texts and calls like from people. This is the first time that people in in my immediate circle yeah. are starting to hit me like, yo, this person got this. This person got that. Yeah. And then UD was even hitting me like, yo, I might have this. Yeah. So now's a time to be even more cautious to, yeah. to because now it's like really in our city. Yeah. Because it wasn't really in our city before. Yeah. And yeah. I was even uh a couple of buddies of mine, not in not in the city, but just people that I know for the first time were hitting me like, yo, like I I haven't been hitting you up the last couple of weeks. I was sick. Mm-hmm. I've been recovering, so I've just been resting and trying to like take it easy and let my body heal because I've tested positive for COVID, and I'm like, holy shit! Like, yeah. Yeah. and these are people that I know that are responsible, that are wearing their gloves and their masks, but just one little whatever, like going out or one of my buddies actually DJed in a mask, and he said he still got it, but just from being in that environment. So I think it's it's really changing for me. It's changing how I look wow. at things drastically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just the precautions i'm taking have been even more more serious than it has been in the probably the last month i got a question were you embarrassed or ashamed to have covid i think i was i was well, uh, you didn't have covid well i mean i, I, I was potentially I was, potentially, having potentially having i was upset yeah. at myself 
So I was I was embarrassed, and then I was like more so like just more it's almost like, like self. It's like almost was, like fucking without a condom, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like I knew what I was doing, but it's like you still can't believe that it could happen to you. you right, know what I, mean? like I could have pulled out yeah. on time. And then the whole process of getting testing was just harsh, man. Like they put like they gave you the kit. And um, the nurse walks you through it because they can't touch you. So yeah. I'm using this Q-tip to and stick you, all up in my nose. And then you bent over. No, nah, <laughs> That's how I felt. They put a Q-tip up there. <laughs> yeah, bro, like, the shit made me tear up. Like the little Q-tip they stick up your nose and you twist it and it like hits like your membrane. And it was just fucking weird, man. Yeah, that and shit. Then, and then. It didn't hurt though, right? Did it hurt? It was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. I never had anything up my nose like that before. So it was uncomfortable? Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. But then what's crazy I was is about that, to say something nasty. <laughs> I know, I know. Thank God you did it. Is there a difference between pain and uncomfortableness? I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It didn't. It, it was no pain. It was just a, a feeling I never felt before. It's like when you go to a dentist, it's uncomfortable when they fucking drilling you. Remember Chris Rock said, like, when you go get a STD te- check and you got to wait for the test, you start thinking about all the nasty people you fucked over the years. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt. Like, I was just thinking about who have I come in contact with in the last two weeks? Well, what do you say? <laughs> I'm itchy, the stripper from. <laughs> this is a stripper, He's like, can I speak to Tamika? Tamika? Oh, she's dead. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she died in the car. She's like, oh, thank God. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. <laughs> so I was just like thinking about everything. Like, fuck, man, I touched this. I went here. Like, yeah. I ordered food from here. Like, when we came back negative, it was a sigh of relief. But Dude, honestly, it's hard to avoid, man. Even if you're wearing your mask or if you have your gloves on. It can, it can happen. Like no, you go, no, no. If, if, I mean, if you go grocery shopping, you may say the, if you have to go out. But the percentages go way down if everyone's wearing. I mean, masks. it's definitely yeah. safer, of course, man. But I think there's like it a, can accidentally happen. I think it becomes like a a, a two to one percent chance. One point one point two five. If you have COVID and you're wearing a mask, and I don't have COVID, yeah, that's a big I mean, difference. It's definitely, bro. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Trying to say, yeah. opposed to yeah. if you're not wearing a mask and you it's, have COVID, it's a six. And the thing is, yeah, it's more important for the person who has COVID or potentially has covid that doesn't know uh he or she has covid uh-huh. to wear a mask mm-hmm. yeah that's what's more important yeah than the person you know what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. no, and the, and the yeah. fucking gall of people to just walk around like i don't have that shit i'm not gonna get that shit it's fucking insane mm-hmm. yeah. it's like i don't i don't know i don't want to get into it but i'm glad you don't have covid yeah same it was an, <laughs> it was it was a crazy phone call you gave me and never that morning that you're like yo this is what happened with d and i'm like what yeah. the yeah, fuck yeah. was wrong with yeah. him yeah I said, well, more likely D won't survive, so we have to get a new. A new <laughs> we, we was already recruiting. We're we looking recruit. for a new brother. We had a list of names on, on who like, could be on the podcast. We hit a MoMA, like, hey, you want to join us? Yeah. Oh, man. No, it We're was like, cra- no, it's gotta, let's get a white guy in there. Let's switch it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was crazy because yesterday I was, I was running, in, I was going to run into Walgreens and I had forgot my mask in the car, but I caught it. Right before, and I just turned around rather quickly right before I got into the store. And everybody looked at me fucking crazy, like, what's wrong with this dude? And then I came back with the mask, and they looked at me even crazier because no one had a mask nah, on. They me. just looked at you like, what's wrong they with this probably, dude? They probably just looked at you. <laughs> no, because I, like, I did a quick turn. That's the look I give them on a regular basis. Like, what's, what's wrong, wrong with this motherfucker? No, nah, but for real, yesterday I went like furniture shopping, and like the places I was going, I went to, they had masks in front. Yeah. So they, had, they was giving people masks in case they didn't have it. When they when they walked in, I mean, and it was also taking my temperature. Also, yeah, that's good. And I got scared. Yeah. I'm like, damn, maybe if I, they might find a fever. I have a fever or something. No. I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> okay. I mean, I think that's responsible. I think it's the people who actually don't want to, uh, you know, participate. Yeah, and that's yeah. crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. 
it's I don't know, man. It, it, I'm I'm very happy though, D, that you called uh, called us and let us know mm-hmm. what was going on. Oh yeah, I think there was there was no way I was gonna come here. Because we weren't supposed to meet that kind day. of possibilities. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I'd rather just stay home and wait for those results and figure out the next move. Well, we did the episode without you. Yeah. And that's when Christian was like uh, feeling himself like he was an official. <laughs> like, like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Superstar. That, that was for Twitch. That was for Twitch. Yeah, no, it was for we, Twitch. Yeah. yeah. He was, and he was Christian, official. our intern, was feeling like, oh, I'm the new member the, of the, the, the fourth the member now. Four fuckers in like the nice. Yeah, he started giving the, he's like telling the Twitch chat, like, yo, yeah, put a one up if, uh, <laughs> if you want. you hear me? If you can, if you can hear if, me. If you I'm want like, more of me in the mic, put your one up right now. Turn that motherfucker right off. <laughs> Fucking guy. That's the generation we're counting on, yo. Uh, the know, Gen that's, Z, that's him. That's fucking crazy. He's like, it's on me, guys. I got this. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted to go through music and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Um, a lot of music. It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's been a man. lot of. I mean, there's. I feel like uh, the uh, the record labels were like shit starting to open up in July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got to get this music out ASAP because yeah. they've just been rolling the music out. I can't even keep up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. When you said there was a new wallet, how to go back? I'm like, oh, it's a whole album. Doesn't. Yeah. It would say EP. Yeah. Is it yeah, an album? EP. Yeah. It's EP. an EP. Yeah, it's like I, seven I, songs. I can't believe the number of albums that dropped in a span of like what two days, two week, yeah. a weekend. This past weekend. Was pretty crazy. They were definitely awesome. We got to get this music out before Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Even that Saweetie song you love, tap oh, in. Oh my god. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want. I kind of wanted to go over conscious music because there was a lot oh, of conscious little... music. I feel like everyone's yeah. putting out some conscious uh, music. Conscious, not conscience. Conscience? No, conscious. Conscious. Okay, conscious. Well, yeah, got it. Whatever you say, buddy. I can't say that word. Conscious. So I'm gonna keep it at that. I, I cannot believe Jamie graduated college. It's fucking insane. <laughs> I still want to see the um, degree. I think that's insane. Want some proof? Yeah. <laughs> he does know about some crime, some law shit. But it's though. not about English. It's about It's not about crime. English. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. It wasn't an English. like a true college graduate. <laughs> it wasn't about it's English. It's not about it's English. Not English. It wasn't an English degree. <laughs> yeah, because English oh. has nothing to do with the law. No. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, got it. Right and wrong. <laughs> got it. See what's happening? See, this motherfucker was going to go into criminal justice. He was going to be a cop. <laughs> Thank God I did it. <laughs> Thank God, God Cricket took me in. <laughs> you, think, you think if Jamie was a cop, you think he'd remember any of the, like, the laws and shit? It's not that difficult. Is it? No, it's not, it's not that difficult. They all, they all kind of relate to each other in a weird way, but it's not that difficult. Oh, I think no. anybody could have passed it, <laughs> to be honest. Really? That's scary. <laughs> that, but that, no, no, but I, that goes I, to show like, I, I what the problem is. I don't know if I told you guys, but I took the test back in 92. The written test. For what? To become a cop. Really? You? Yeah. Oh my God! Never would have been. Never would have been sleeping in the. My, my <laughs> sister, my sister, he would have been sleeping in the squad car, ignoring all the calls. One eight seven, one eight seven. Like, oh man, these probably, motherfuckers got it. I'll probably be in the donut shop. He'll be standing he, in the crack of the good cops to the bad guys. Oh, they have the crackheads. Like, yo, if something goes down. Um, let me know. I'm in the squad car right now. He's eating all the donuts. <laughs> never would have definitely been one of them cops that would have gotten mad if he didn't get a discount. Yeah. At like a restaurant. What's my 25%? You would have gotten, gotten heated. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, know. yeah, for sure. Are you kidding me? And I actually passed the, the yeah, test. Yeah, it's the real. Well, yeah. I just didn't. I didn't he didn't go, go to the physical. That's a good thing, man. The physical's like, can you do 25 push ups? It's really fucking. I didn't think anybody could become a cop. I mean, proven. So it's been going on. <laughs> I'm curious to understand the training of that because it's yeah. one month, and I feel like it should be at least six no, months. It's not, no, it's not one month. It's 21 weeks, right? 
It's a uh, for sheriff is three months for a cop is six months I believe. It is six months. Yeah. It's not a month. Why yeah, is everyone saying it takes a month? I mean, back in the days, I know it was six months. I don't know about now. Maybe All right, I think the orientation is one month. I believe it's about three to four weeks. It could be. Yeah, I could see. That. I heard like everyone becomes a cop in a month. That's what I heard. No, no. Maybe the process. It's more to it than that. Yeah, because you have to do the written test and you have to pass that, and then you do the physical test, which is like run a mile under ten minutes or some dumb shit like that. Then you go through training. Yeah, then you go through the academy and the orientation. Fucking it's kind of crazy, like even with that, like fucking pigs over weird. here. We got all the information. <laughs> well, motherfucker, I, I studied it. But I my was sister's more, a cop, so I just I, know I was a little bit more about so. How was your sister taking all of this? It's so funny. We got into a fight. <laughs> oh, you mean recently? Really? Yeah, because she's like kind of def- she's kind of defending them, mm. and it was, it's just really bad. Um, she's in the system. Exactly. Like, um, what's the guy that that got killed in Atlanta? Um. Uh, Rashard? Rashard, yeah. Yeah, Rashard uh, in front of the Wendy's. Yeah, she was like kind of not, she was like kind of joking about it a little bit. She was like, yo, why is he Why is he running? And he's getting tased. I don't understand that. And I'm like, this is serious. This is not funny. He thought me, he was going to die. That's yeah, why he was running. Exactly. Me and, and he her, did die. Me and her, got, it got so heated, I just hung up on her. Damn. <laughs> and then <laughs> she called me back like two days later. She apologized. She was like, I, I can see where you're coming from now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, I'm like, you know, that could have been me. That could have been my nephew, her son. Right. And then she was like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you know. But she was like, yeah, you know what, I'm a, I look at it at the cop also, mm-hmm. maybe he was scared. And I didn't want to get into it with her. Maybe she, maybe that's how he felt. Maybe he was scared. So I don't know. Yeah, but, but what, what, what in, a, in a police officer's mind makes them pull out a gun to stop? A guy exactly. I mean, who didn't do, really do anything. He didn't do shit, no. Yeah. The worst thing is that what has just happened in... Um, in Gardena in LA, uh, the little kid that got, he was 18 years old and he was a uh, security at the body shop. Right. That's the number was, one. And yeah. he was running away. Yeah. 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 And I was like, dog, how are you fearing for your life if the kid is running the opposite way? Even if he had a gun and there was no call, there's no body cameras, they broke all the cameras. So yeah, I heard they a, like vandalized the footage. That's some LAPD like, yo, shit, man, though, like, right? It's sheriffs. It's sheriffs. So that's is a it? Whole, uh, Yeah. So they kind of have like. That's some sh- shady ass they shit. They only have yeah. jurisdiction over a few counties, but. Yeah, they, they, they're looking into that one tough. They've been protesting. But yeah, nonetheless. Um, That's fucking awful. Yeah, a lot yeah. of officers think a certain way. And, you know, not to knock to the they, ones I know, what? but it's like, it's just they're in the system and that's how they believe. And there's no way in changing that. And my, yeah. my sister kept it real. She was like, you know, she was working in the, she's a, she was an NYPD. And she was like, yeah, we have, I worked at racist cops. There was there was some good ones and there was some bad ones. Yeah. So she was she broke it down and I kind of understand where she was coming from. Mm-hmm. So we kind of went kind of been halfway over. Like I can understand what she was trying to tell me. The the thing is that it's not about good cops and bad cops. It's just the fact that the whole system is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And the, the system needs to be worked out. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it comes down to is that the system is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there shouldn't be. Oh, you got some racist cops. And then you got some good cops. Yeah, no, you're it right, shouldn't. Man. You know what I mean? That shouldn't even be an option. Right. There should be a vetting. There she should also, be a vetting she also system. Broke down, like a lot of cops are scared to be out there. Yeah, like she told me a story. I didn't even know that how um, she got a gun pulled out on her, mm-hmm. and then she had a gun pulled out on a person, and it was like a they kind of drew the guns on each other, and even one could have gotten shot, but luckily nothing happened. Right, and it's like I never. She never mentioned that, and I never think about that. My mm-hmm. sister was. She yeah. was like working and she could have gotten killed in the line of duty. Right. So I kind of. And understand the, the, the thing is this, man. Saying. There's bad people 
everywhere in this world. There's right. bad white people. There's bad black people. There's bad mm-hmm. Asian people. There's bad Latino people. There's all types of bad people out there. Yeah. So we can't just take videos of like, like uh, a group of black kids harassing somebody or robbing somebody and saying, "Oh, look, that's why put they them get, all in the that's same why lunch. Cops shoot them. You know what I'm saying? Because right. mm-hmm. you could easily get a group of white kids doing some badass shit too, or you know, uh, Latin kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like I don't know, Asians are kind of are good all around. You know, you never really see anything like they that. They just have the ninja stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you can find any any kind of video like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's just one of those things where you just have to understand there's good and bad people everywhere. Yeah. yeah. But in a, in, a, in a system like the police department, mm-hmm. you have to vet who becomes an officer and who doesn't. Yeah. And there are, there's obvious tests, psychological mm-hmm. tests, mm-hmm. to see who's racist and who isn't racist. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how, and those people should not become police officers. Yeah. That's that's one hundred percent, and that's all a part of the process. Like too, like I was looking at a stat. I don't know if it was in our chat, but it showed the uh, United States the process of becoming a police officer, which mm-hmm. was I think twenty one weeks, and then I think you just needed a high school diploma, maybe some other things. But there's mm-hmm. other countries yeah. where you have to have a full degree. Yeah, you have to have at least six months to two years of training. Mm-hmm. Like all these different psychological tests, like the criteria is set so far higher than ours, and right. because of it their rates of violence are way lower because mm-hmm. yeah. they're, they're using education as a form to like weed out these people in like maybe different tests, psychological tests and like their numbers mm-hmm. of police brutality were way lower than ours. Right. And you know, I know I have friends myself, not to knock anybody, but the friends I have that I, I went to school with that are cops were the dudes that were getting bullied yeah. and getting mm-hmm. picked on. Right. And then they used they the, wanted they a sense of power. Yeah, right? they, power they, they became a cop to have a sense of purpose and yeah. power. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, but that's that's kind of like it gave them that. You know what I mean? I mean, there's two there's two sides to that coin. Mm-hmm. One could be that they wanted to defend and protect people that were weak like them when they were right. when they were younger, mm-hmm. and then another is revenge. Yeah, right to feel that power. And that the, the bullies the, had over them. And over the first one I'm okay with. Yep. Like if you yeah. want to protect others that can't protect themselves. Yeah. I'd like to I'm think that's that. I, I like to think that's the motivation more yeah. than them wanting to have the power of that. But then there's also a lot of bullies who became police officers right. as well. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um the, one of the things that Kirk, I mean uh Darren had said was all you have to do is to apply to take the test, it's being eighteen and a diploma. Yeah. And then so say you get hired within those six months, you're still eighteen years old. By the time you're done with your three-year uh, probation period, you're 21. Yeah. And at that point, you are running the streets. And just think about, it. does a 21-year-old have the maturity and the right mind to be arresting people under the influence and all these situations? I mean, you got to think of it as well as the same thing. There's 21-year-olds and 18-year-olds in the military. Right. And yeah, they're, they're out doing war. So, like... That same thing happens, and it really depends on your superior officers, right? Yeah. It depends on who's leading you and who's um, exactly, giving yeah. you the orders, and that's really what it comes down to. Right? You know, mm-hmm. but look at the craziness. It takes, you have to be 21 to grab a drink, but you get, you could be 18 to grab a gun. Man, there's a lot of weird shit out there, <laughs> man, to be honest with you. I mean, there's like, there's tons of weird shit. I think yeah. in Canada, certain parts of Canada, the legal age for, uh, for consensual sex is uh, 16. That's crazy. And I think that's crazy. I think 16, yeah. Yeah, because imagine, and and you can be in a bar. So I could be like 30, like drinking in a bar with a 16-year-old yeah. and taking a 16-year-old home. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And that's legal. 
A 16-year-old at a bar? That's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Because it's 18 and over at a bar. So, of course, yeah. 16-year-olds are going to fucking sneak it's into an 18 and ID. over bar. Yeah. Right. So then you, I'm at a bar with like a 16-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And she could lie and be like, yo, I'm, I'm 20. Mm-hmm. And I could take her home and then she could be 16. Got it. That's Which insane, is fucking, bro. it's scary. It's back insane. To, let's go back to the conscious rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. How are we getting into Lyrical miracle. So. I have one more Deep question. I wanted to ask you guys a question. Uh-huh. How would you feel if there was no police, but in, in place of the police, there was military? Mm-hmm. I had a conversation with MoMA. How would you feel if there was military in place? And, I, and my thought was, I would actually feel more comfortable with military uh-huh. than the police. What would be the big difference? Um, first of all, I think military are mostly minorities, uh-huh. and they're both mostly people of like from middle class to lower middle class households, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are from the communities that they're actually protecting, mm-hmm. that they would be protecting, and also they're trained to protect U.S. citizens. Yeah, they're not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're not jaded like the police are. You know. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're going overseas, and then when they come here and they they look at Americans, I think they're just kind of like, we're not going to engage unless there's some real threat. Right. Mm-hmm. And with the cops, they're just they're really kind of like afraid. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I just I, did, I never actually thought about. A I think you'd see where... more people of color, um, in the military, than you would in the police department. I think there's a sense of pride that comes with being in the military, right? Like right. That uh, a pride for the country, pride for the people mm-hmm. in the country that would probably allow them to serve and mm-hmm. protect a little bit different versus the police. They're more so trained based off of their city or like like New York cops are probably a lot different than L.A. cops. Oh, way different. Yeah, and Chicago and Detroit, you know, I'm sure Detroit, man, that's probably got to be one of the hardest jobs to be a, a cop in the city of Detroit. But LAPD isn't as corrupt as it was before, right? Not Ooh. anymore. I feel like New York has never gone through that. It's still as corrupt as it was 30 years ago. Yeah. It's never gone so. through that cleaning up process because they never had the Rodney King riots. They never had all of that shit. No. And they had a, well, they had like Tawana Brawley. Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. But, nothing but there was like, nothing so. to, the, to the point of like... The Rodney uh, King like and a, that, like a race war, so yeah, yeah, like, yeah, burning down buildings and shit like that, yeah, no. yeah. And then you had the corruption of the Italian mafia for a very long time in New York, so dealing with the cops and shit like that, paying motherfuckers off and all that, grease them off a little something, something, yeah. And I don't think LA ever had that type of gang as powerful as, as an Italian mafia. You mob. crazy, bro? No, I hear the stories about uh, Biggie getting shot by like a cop who was a blood that's and that was part of Suge's. Crew and yeah, all that. Yeah, but shit. that's that's Rafael Perez. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a corrupt cop that yeah. was known for that shit. So that's the same. I'm saying there's 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 still corrupt cops that are working. Oh no, with, no, you put as big as Italian mob. Shit. That shit is crazy. No, I think they're. But what, maybe what, I'm wrong. Anyway, yeah, uh, I, we we don't. I, we definitely don't know. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate on that, Kirk. What about what do you have to say about the military people that have PTSD and deal with trauma from overseas and all that stuff? I mean, that's true. Are you ha- will you be comfortable putting, you know, uh, that kind of outrage in the streets? Like, but, but don't you uh, think that there is a level of treatment that is out there for those soldiers? Not if you, not really, man. Not if you're driving and you see the the homeless asking you, telling you they, they're a vet and they're asking for money on the side of the curve. But that's that's where you have social workers coming in. I say military to just protect the streets from actual threats. Yeah, from like bank robbers and shit. 
mm-hmm. bringing the military. I think people will be more afraid to fuck with a military officer with an M16. I agree. Like if you knew, if you saw like a fucking Humvee patrolling a neighborhood, mm-hmm. yeah. motherfuckers wouldn't be talking shit to a Humvee or military motherfuckers like they would to cops. Well, yeah. does that make sense? For bank robbers, it's usually the SWAT that goes out there. Once the SWAT is called, that's, that's but SWAT are voluntary. Like, aren't they like police and shit? They're higher up police. They're tactical trained yeah, police. Yeah. So it's different. Some of them are military trained, mm-hmm. but um, that's what you call the SWAT. Um, I think what's more, they should put in uh, in place counseling, like you said, sending different people out there. If you get a a DUI call, send a, a particular person out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get uh, a domestic violence call, send somebody yeah. that in that department. But I don't think military is the answer, and there's not a lot of bank robbers mm-hmm. happening anymore. <laughs> Kirk, sorry, but yeah, I see what you're saying. But bank like, robbers, yeah, yeah, <laughs> bank robberies or whatever. I'm but, definitely like thinking of some like that some water. shit from the 50s and 60s, <laughs> like the movie Swat, like what happened in Burbank. Yeah, uh, but uh, what was the last time you white guy? Put the money in the bag. Stick them up. Stick them up. <laughs> yeah, I was wilding with that bank robber shit. This bank robber. When was the last time there was a bank robber? Was like a, yeah, they, we need the military for the train heist. <laughs> I think it was that one in LA. And, and in when the, the fuck was the last time there was a bank no, robber? No, I mean it, it still happens. It still that. happens, but I'm not <laughs> like, like that in the movie SWAT. Remember the movie SWAT? I don't know if you guys with Denzel yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that first scene. With Colin that, Farrell, not SWAT. Denzel, not um, Samuel Jackson. Samuel, yeah, what did I say? You said Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Samuel the, Jackson. What is SWAT? What, what is that movie? SWAT? Yeah, with um, Colin Farrell. You, oh, Colin Farrell? I didn't know and Samuel Jackson. Kuja. He was done. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that first scene I actually- would never, I would never watch that movie. Well, <laughs> hey, just watch the it first scene with me. It wasn't um, good. Fuck you. No, it was pretty cool. The crazy part was they landed a fucking airplane in uh, the Sixth Street Bridge in LA, which is the nuttiest shit. Anyway, the first scene of that movie is it, a real life event. And I think that may be the last big bank robbery. Bank that robbery? Was, yeah. <laughs> that was like in two, like 98, I want to say, 2000. Yeah, I, remember, right. I remember maybe 10 years ago, there was a huge bank robbery with these dudes that were armed like a motherfucker. Where? I forgot where it was. <laughs> maybe that's the one you heard about. Yeah, that, that was a while like ago. a motherfucker. They no, had, they had like, they had harder guns than the cops. Yeah. The cops had to run into and there was, the gun store. Yeah, there was, oh, is that what happened? Yes, that one's in LA. I oh, think shit. that's the one. I think was, that's the one. And they, was were a so, and they were so well trained. It was, no, yeah. they were doing tactical, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, they were like carry each other because like they all had armored. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. That yeah. was it, yeah. Jesus. That was like what? That, maybe that was 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was 20 years. But you probably saw a documentary about 10 years ago. That was, it became popular. That's nuts. But yeah, there's no bank robberies happening. But I see what you're saying. But I think uh, everything kind of has has a, a bad balance to it. So mm-hmm. military yeah. has PTSD and cops have ego trip power trips. So is this which one is safer for the streets? I, I, yeah, I know. I know. I know what you mean. But I yeah, I well, there is there is something about a military presence that that is a little yeah. Because you think the military people, if you see somebody yeah. with a uniform, you thank you for your service. I see more integrate like integrated like more races integrated in military. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because it's like more minorities. And, and, and yeah, exactly, and I feel like yeah. they're they're more like people. If you're in the military and you you're from Dallas mm-hmm. and you have to and you have to let's say per, like patrol Dallas, I mean. You're not going to destroy your own community. Right. right. And people are going to know you. Yeah. Whereas a lot of these cops, they don't even live in that community. Yeah. 
That's why they don't so have. It's not real to them. So it's not real. They don't care about the people in that community. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They see him as kind of like you know, like uh, you know, like, almost like if you could think, it's almost like well, they're like, okay, it's time to go hunting. Right. You know what I mean? It's like let's go into the woods. It's dangerous in the woods. There's bears. There's wolves. Yeah. Well, maybe they should hire the cops that lived in a certain community. They they should have them put. Put them in that community. So let me break to that patrol. down. Let me break but there's that no down. crime in those. No, let me break that down. So there's the thing no is, so, quote unquote crime. So let's let's talk about. Um, so if never lives in his community, mm-hmm. let's call it the the A block. They can't put him in the A block because not everyone's gonna like never as an officer in the A block. So that's why they put him into the Z block, mm-hmm. which is across the county, forty five minutes away. Got it. So that's the answer to that. What needs to happen is. If Neva is going to the Z block and being the officer in Z block, he needs to be in touch with the community, go to those community meetings, go to all that, present himself as an ally instead of as a, 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 a like a terror to the community. Mm-hmm. So that's how you basically break that barrier of the good cop, bad cop. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's the that's the only, that that's one of the reasons. Got it. Some communities. Yeah, have, I guess it makes no sense to, for the person to live in the community, right? Because if they have to arrest somebody, yeah, you might want to try to arrest one of your homeboys. They're looking at you sideways, like, that's "Yo, true, you know yeah. me? Yeah. Like, what the fuck you doing trying to?" Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, um, if you have a presence, put it the, down, Jerome. <laughs> we, we went to middle school <laughs> together. We played ball together. Come put on, man. I'm gonna walk away slowly. <laughs> But you know what? That, that can help. You fucking around you. You ain't gonna shoot me, man. Come on, Come on man. We drank our first forty together. <laughs> you gonna shoot me for real? Are you really gonna shoot me? I know your mother. <laughs> nah, but we well, just had Sunday dinner. <laughs> your Put mother's your mother's my mother. We, Put it down, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> I was, come on, come on, Vom, come on, Vomi, come on, man. We grew up together. Vomi, um, come on, man. I, I was, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> but it's. I was gonna bring another example. <laughs> Not Jerome. Uh, <laughs> oh, you gonna was, shoot me now? You gonna shoot me now? It's like that. Do you remember? Is, who, is it like that now? Do you remember a white man can't jump? Yeah, yeah. The dude went to the store to try to rob it. He was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, the Ronaldo Ray." Yeah, he was the clerk. Yeah. He was like, "What is that? Is, is that you, Jerome?" <laughs> He's like, "Nah, it's not me." He was He's like, like, "That's you, Jerome." He's like, "You want to buy a gun?" <laughs> uh, one, I was gonna say one of the benefits of doing that to know, like, the cops getting integrated into those communities and making like friends with those communities is that it'll be easier if never. Say for example, you're one of the you live in that community, Kirk, and then your kid is out there doing some shit. It's better to never be like, "Yo, I'm gonna go tell your mom. Let's take you home." Da 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 da. Instead of arresting the kid and doing this whole process and waste all this money and all this fucking time and resources, yeah, yeah, they'd rather just take them home to you when you guys have a personal relationship where it's like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then cops maybe look more as heroes, and then that goes to the next generation where. Kids want to be cops. I and all they you're getting, you, no, no. I think you're going a little too far. And I, no, no. But you talking about how do you reform the system? You reform it by changing the next generation on what they see as cops. Well, yeah. I mean, I think reform is more about the funding and what's the actual responsibilities of the police. Yeah. I think we got to figure that out because mm-hmm. they're obviously not needed. I think they're only needed when there's a threat. Yeah. Or they should honestly, they should be there as an escort. Does that make sense? But would yeah. you feel the same way? So, like, uh, so, well, for example, if there is a domestic violence case, 
Mm-hmm. There has to be a social worker that goes to call for that, but is escorted by a police officer okay. who follows his or her lead of the social worker. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only time anything happens. You mm-hmm. need a balance of two people together like that. One who has the interest of the of the the couple, the suspects or the victims, mm-hmm. and then you have one to enforce to to protect in, in both case of them. Something happens yeah. exactly, but you need a level-headed person to think a little bit more broadly than just because the cops are gun ho. They're yeah. like ready, to like they're ready to they're ready to do some shit. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I'm talking about. That kind of system needs to work out, mm-hmm. where it's like you know, instead of having a squad car with two. Police officers, maybe there needs to be like a squad car with a social worker and whatever that only handles certain calls that mm-hmm. relate to that. You know yeah. what I mean? True. Yeah. And then you have like maybe like the the like the upgraded enforcement, which is two two police officers, one that really handle like really violent shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know. I don't know what I'm talking. Back to about. the conscious rap. <laughs> yeah, let's go to conscious rap. A lot of lyrical miracle shit came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so her dropped something that was amazing. She never, she never misses. Yeah, Beyonce did like a conscious song that sounded like Seven Eleven a little bit. Where was that was Black like, Black Parade? Yeah, Black yeah. Parade. Yeah, I heard that one. And then Alicia. that was the only one I was like, "This is kind of a danceable record." <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> like, even though she was saying some conscious shit, the beat was kind of dope. I'm not mad at dancing. That's to cool. Conscious I mean, yeah, okay. I was just like, "This ain't bad." Like, if, out of all the <laughs> ones, this is the one that I could feel like I could play somewhere. Alicia Keys had one. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh shit! I think Little Baby had the best one. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say Little Baby mm-hmm. with the bigger picture. I wasn't oh, that expecting was that from him. I didn't expect that level of lyricism from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it and was that fucking production. That shit was great. Yeah. I was really impressed by Little Baby. Yo. And it's funny because a lot of people in the South like they praise him for his lyricism and saying that he's like the biggest shit in Atlanta. And oh, I didn't really yeah. look at it that way. I he, thought about ten fucking, other guys, but he fucking proved it on that song. Yeah, well, he's been seen as that because. I, well, I, you know me. I'm not very uh, aware of Atlanta music like that, but I've seen like pictures of him and the Migos way young. Mm-hmm. So they've been running with each other, fucking with each other. So it only tells me like his presence out there is bigger than what we see. Yeah. Like way like his impact. Now we're seeing it because all we saw was like little like ABC trap raps and shit. Yeah. But now it's like some real shit, especially in that song. Uh, um, or is it uh, the bigger picture? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that shit was dope. Do and you it, think that's what's missing in hip hop right now? Like we need more is, conscious rap. Well, for a long time, conscious rap was looked at boring, boring rap. Like J Cole, to so a lot of people, was boring. Kendrick and the same thing. Do you see J Cole as conscious rap? Yeah, some yeah, he for can sure. Be. Really? Def- definitely, definitely this, early this, this generation. Yeah, yeah. Really? Re- yeah. Are you kidding me? I don't know. And lighting, I think. He killed this shit. Yeah, yeah he bodied it. He shit. really killed that shit. He bodied the fuck up. And he sounds song. super clear. Yep. Yeah. It's so funny. Good. It's funny because I feel I always uh, think a boogie and little baby have kind of the same flow. Flow, not flow, but Canes? they they kind same of like tone. A, they're kind of like in the same realm. They're cousins uh, in a way. And then mm-hmm. uh, little a, a boogie dropped a song called Bleed, but it it was just like little baby just kind of he really fucking it. yeah yeah he really mm-hmm. bodied that shit. He, he came through. 
Back to that question, I don't know. I feel like J. Cole can be conscious rap, but I don't think he's a conscious rapper. I don't think he's conscious rap. I don't but think he he's can like, be. I mean, he has songs, have certain songs, I think. No, I don't think he's like public enemy. I feel like he's he's more in touch with his feelings. Yeah. So I would I would, I would actually put him up with like like a common. I would come up no I would put him up with like a Drake except yeah. more of a lyricist. So he talks more about his feelings and shit. He doesn't really make club music. Yeah. I think no. people are mistaking the fact that he doesn't make club music mm-hmm. to that he's a conscious rapper. Yeah. But he's never rapped about. He's only really rapped about his thoughts and his and his feelings and shit. Mm-hmm. But he hasn't. Rapped about like the, like, like about issues. the movement, yeah. yeah, and like and like the future of like black people and all of the shit and like racism and mm-hmm. and the man and white men and, and well, I think you know his, what I'm his actions do that and maybe that's why they put him in that category. Does as he? Well. I don't think he. I mean, he goes out and he speaks to people, but yeah, he's so yeah, he's always in the community talking to people. He has songs. I think he's, I think he's humbled. Go ahead. He has songs. He has songs of that nature, but not his full catalog is or every song is right. like that. Like he has a song "Be Free" that he performed on David Letterman years back. I think right. it was like seven years ago, um, he which has, is amazing. Which is an amazing performance. And by the way, that one is a different version from the one that that uh, originally came out. But no, he talks about black struggle in a lot of his songs. He talks about the black community in a lot of song in a, in a lot of his songs. But mm-hmm. it's more so from the perspective of the people he knew. Like uh, for your eyes only, that whole album was about his boy that got killed in a black community because he had to sell drugs because he did like his life didn't change. So that whole album is trying to give the perspective of a black man in that community at that Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's necessarily very political. Right. But conscious in a way where it's like, Oh yeah, you guys are right. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. But Mm -hmm. even his earlier stuff, it was a a black dude going to a a four year university and the struggles that he had to go through. Mm-hmm. So again, I don't think it's public enemy, right. but it's the kind of new version of or different side of what's going on. It's like with the struggle that's happening where was before what's going on right now, but the struggle that was happening before then, mm-hmm. what he was going through. I think, I think he is like kind of conscious rap, or he could even be more conscious, a more conscious rapper, right? If he wanted to, yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel in that realm, Kendrick falls in that realm, and then exactly, yeah. And they kind of group Wale with them, but Wale kind of does a lot of conscious shit, but it's also he goes for the radio hit sometimes. And a lot of people, yeah, his collabs are a lot of radio stuff, yeah. And a lot of people give him a hard time, but he also speaks from a perspective of a DC, uh, a black man coming up in the game, well, African, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, he gets grouped in that in that bunch too, but Wale's a little different. But yeah, J. Cole, is, I consider him a conscious rapper. I don't think Drake is close to J. Cole's style, to be honest. I just think like when I think of uh, J. Cole, I think of like like a really emotional rap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I think he can drop some gems of like, you know, of social issues here and there. Yeah. But it's to me, it's always from a, a personal perspective of his views and stuff like that. Yeah. And his views yeah, are usually think- spot on. Like, I think he's, he's, he's very aware. Mm-hmm. He is very aware. And very I, aware. I, I like that about him. And I think maybe his awareness is what groups him into consciousness. Well, what did you think mm. about this new song, Snow in the Bluff? I think he was... I'll speak about it because I'm known to be the number one J. Cole fan on here. Yeah, yeah. I see where he was going at. He was writing his wrongs. I don't think he had malice behind him for what he was saying, but I see why people get... They can get offended by what he was saying. But he's done that before, where he's like, yo, I'm wrong. Teach me. 
I don't want to be the ignorant guy in the room. Well, like, giving a little background on this, J. Cole came out with Snow in the Bluff, where he basically, uh, I mean, he speaks about this rapper, this female rapper, No Name. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was going at rappers on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, saying yeah. that they're not doing enough, they're not saying Nobody shit, saying they're, and they're being real quiet, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And in the song, he was kind of, he felt uh, he was being attacked. Yeah. But then at the end, he kind of said, like, I'm not, maybe I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. And also, like, you know, I, I don't, and uh, I don't know. My, t- my tone was that he seemed more defensive. I, like, the, 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 the song, the tone of the song was him being defensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was more about his pride and his ego yeah. than it was about the actual problem. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. He made the song about her. When it should have been about the issue, and right, he didn't yeah. really kind of, and I hate what's going on right now on how people are making songs and dropping them with like a one verse, mm-hmm. because No Name had a response track, right? Yeah. Uh, to to J Cole, mm-hmm. and it was dope. I mean, she spit some nasty ass shit on there. It was basically like, look, there's all this shit going on. There's like, you know, the cities cities are burning down. You know, black women are missing, which I kind of want to talk about because she's a big activist. I mean, she's kind of an activist, right? No, yeah. she is. Like a sister soldier? Yeah, uh, yeah kind mm-hmm. of like that. Except maybe her music's a little better than sister soldier. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, she's been an activist for this crisis for like, uh, what is it called? Help Find Us, right? It's like black black girls missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's. I want to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. But you know, there's there's this crisis of black girls being kidnapped and missing and just going nowhere. And she's like, you know, there's black girls missing, and this is what you're talking about, me. Yeah, yeah. And she had a point there. But the the thing is, is that she had one verse and he had one verse, mm-hmm. and it didn't come around. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was it was both of their songs were so. It was the first reaction, but there was no real reflection. Mm. Do you understand exactly. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was defensive and she was defensive, and then we don't really get we don't get the the conclusion. conclusion. Yeah, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, the music is incomplete to me. Mm-hmm. J Cole gave me something very incomplete. She gave me something incomplete, and all they did was they put all this emotion out there to go yeah. to, and it just went crazy on Twitter. It divided people. It divided people. It made yeah. J. Cole fans start talking shit about No Name, and it made No Name fans, and mostly women, black women, saying that, you know, attack J. Cole, saying, you know, here here it goes again, you know, like, and I don't know about this, but this is what they're kind of saying, yeah, was that what you're reading. Here, go, here goes again where another black man is, like, tearing down a black woman instead of, like, defending the black woman and everything. And I think... I would have liked to hear something a little bit more, I don't know, I would have liked to hear something more intentional, more yeah. deliberate, mm-hmm. where Cole reached out and they made a song together. Maybe he had a verse, she had a verse. A and back and forth thing? Yeah, yeah. Where they have that yeah. conversation, but it comes to a conclusion at the end where you kind of like, this I mean, makes sense. Instead of like, now it's like music is so instantaneous. Mm-hmm. If I was in that room in the studio with either one of them, I would have been like, that's not finished. That's just like, that's the beginning intro thought. Yeah. And it's like, you need to come around. You really need to dig deep. 
and we need to finish the song and you need to come back around and really you're not saying enough mm. and so, the thing is j cole when he was talking about his own self-reflection he had i mean and i gotta say this that was one of the most eloquent rhymes i've heard j cole rap yeah it was insane mm-hmm. he really spit some shit on that song oh yeah i just think there was a lot of lines dedicated to her and how he was impressed by her intelligence and her stance and her bravery mm-hmm. but you got to watch how you talk to me <laughs> you know like you, you know your tone was a little harsh mm-hmm. and you should speak to me like you speak to children and all of this shit and it's just mm-hmm. kind of like that was a little condescending yeah there was mm-hmm. a lot of ego there i think it no, was more not. it was more about ego kind of like and it should have been he should have been more vulnerable well, did he come out when he apologized? Did he kind of like address his intention, or is he just was he just apologizing I mean, for he how it was dro- perceived? But the thing he is, just this. dropped the he song, and then the tweet that followed up wasn't the best. So I'm saying, like, was the apology more about I'm not apologizing for what I said? I'm I'm apologizing for how you perceive what I said, and that's why he's no, not he responding. Just, I think he just his response after everyone was going after him for the song uh-huh. was basically I said what I said. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, very unapologetic. It was a thought that I had, and it was was expression of my feelings. Yeah, it's a therapeutic thing, right? My whole thing is that at the the climate that we're in, where everyone's so sensitive, right? Mm. Yeah, you kind of got to be responsible about what you're putting out there. Yeah, and I think this, I think it was a half thought. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was a complete thought. And he, I think he just needed a little bit more to the song and it should have come around a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, being, a, being a J. Cole fan for such a long time, I've never seen him reply this way to, some, to, to this degree, to something like this. Um, I'm surprised he went about it this way. I'm surprised he didn't give her a call personally because Cole, does, he's not one to do shit for public uh, attention. Mm-hmm. He's more behind the scenes type of guy because when... When the protests were going on in uh, Ferguson, he was out there, and he didn't have, like no announcement. He was he's he's done a lot for the black community, but I see why people are getting mad at him because they're not used to this action by him. Even I, I was like, why the fuck did he? No, do you that? know what? It was a selfish song, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was very selfish. He should have because gotten, it was it was like Black Lives Matter is going on. There's a lot yeah. of shit going on. There's brutality. Mm-hmm. People are dying. Black girls are missing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about you ain't doing shit and you didn't like the way you were spoken to. Yeah. It, I'm not saying that that's what I believe, but that's what people are perceiving it to be. Do you right. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's kind of like if there's a fire and I'm like, get me a bucket of water and give me the fucking bucket right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, can you ask me nicely? <laughs> it's yeah. kind of like that. And it's like, there's an emergency going on here. Mm-hmm. Like this, this building is burning. How do you water. want us yeah. to speak to you yeah. in a way that will feel make you feel comfortable to actually start doing something? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel like that's what everyone was saying. And I think yeah. from that perspective, I can see that perspective, but I can also see J. Cole's perspective because he wrote this really great diary entry. Yeah. It was a journal entry. It's mm-hmm. a good one. It was a really amazing journal entry yeah. mm-hmm. that sh- should have stayed in his journal. Yeah, like like I said, that that's you would would have been better. Or maybe he, released it later, not right now. He should have sent it to her first. That's what I would have said. And then how do you how do you write a song like that 
instead of reaching out to her or the person mm-hmm. and having a conversation with them. You know, maybe, you know what maybe I mean. That was his intent was to ha- the sh- the shock value of her not knowing what was coming. Yeah, you know but it's mean? not the time for that. There's a time for that. And this it's, is not it's the time. It's kind of like that time right remember now. Remember when and he was, out of his character, to be honest. What was that song when he he dropped the shit about Kanye West being his idol? No, uh, false, false idols. False, false idols. No, false prophets. False prophets. False prophets. False, false prophets. Yeah, yeah. That was like perfect, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like it was it was so appropriate, and what he was saying was so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was very personal too, right? It yeah. was his personal take on the thing. But it was a yeah. full thought in the sense that exactly. you're Exactly. Yeah. But this was the same thing. But at the same time, we don't really care how J. Cole feels about shit. We want him to just help. Right. Mm-hmm. Not we, but I'm just saying in general. the people. In general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't really want to hear about everyone's going through some shit right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, what you gonna do? A good time to put something out. Like that, yeah. Like you're gonna like, buckle up your boots. Let's get to work, mm-hmm. or you're gonna talk about how you ain't, you know, how you want to, you know, how, you know, how I should have spoken to especially you, especially to a black female, black woman, a black woman right now. Pardon me. <laughs> I think I think he should have worded it differently, mm-hmm. where he was a little bit more self. He, I mean, he was very introspective. He said a lot of shit about himself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I just think, yeah. Not to go on about this, but. I think there should have been more communication behind the scenes. He should have went about it a different way. Yeah. And not to knock him, but... But yeah. it was a... Like I said, it was a journal entry, right? It was something It was that, something good, but it ended bad. Like, he didn't close just, it. He didn't... Well, he, said, didn't just, come, he didn't bring it back there's around. There's no conclusion You know what it. I mean? He mm-hmm. left like... Uh, yeah, it was like... I want to say about 64 bars and that's it. There was no conclusion to that. There was no... It was just like he left it in a cliffhanger. And that came back and bit, bit him in the ass. Because... But then again, she didn't close it out either. So it's just like, and I, I fucking hate the internet, and I hate streaming because of that. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Because if he had to press that up into vinyl oh. or records or CDs, <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he would have put more thought into that song, a more time to process it. Exactly. Do you understand Maybe. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But the fact that everything is digital and you could just you release just whatever the fuck yeah. you want, literally in seconds you can release. In it. seconds, like yeah. you, you record something at home and release it the next day, yo. Dude, yeah. in the mm-hmm. same hour. But I, th- but if you have to, if you have to put about two hundred fifty thousand dollars into distribution or more, you're gonna think about that shit a little bit more. Oh hell yeah! You Definitely. know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. That's just my take on both of them because her song wasn't. It was attacking him a little bit. Yeah. And then I was like, well, where does that leave everybody? So it lost the message. Yeah, but they, exactly. It's like, we're, and we're still left. We're left in a worse place than ever. Yeah, yeah. And, and now people are and divided. And My only hope is that they're speaking behind the scenes as, as we're talking right now. I hope yeah. so, too. Yeah, I, I think they Maybe. are, definitely. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't see Cole as the kind of guy that's going to like just leave something hanging like that. Yeah, no. And open-ended mm-hmm. with not, and not kind of correct the situation. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about a little bit about some of her activism and some of the shit that she's doing. Mm-hmm. And Chance the Rapper actually spoke on Twitter about it. Mm-hmm. She's from Chicago, correct? Is she? Yeah, I believe I so. I think she was on, yeah. they were saying she was on acid rap. Yeah, she is from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Chance said, they both my peoples, but only one of them put out a whole song talking about how the other needs to reconsider their tone and attitude in order to save the world. It's not constructive and undermines all the work No Name has done. It's not black women's job to spoon feed us. We groan. Um, that's what Chance said. Uh, <laughs> quote that. Quote that. Yeah, <laughs> it was Chance the rapper. Yeah, I didn't say that shit. 
But yeah, talking about the missing black girls six years ago, Michelle Obama. Remember when she held that sign, "Bring back our girls," uh-huh. yeah. regarding like the kidnapping of three hundred uh, little girls in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think it was kind of like a campaign that started, that began here in the U.S., mm-hmm. but yeah. it kind of died down. Got quiet. It got quiet, and we kind of spoke about this on the Twitch. But you know, like even here in Vegas, I had an Uber driver who was a social worker. Uh-huh. And she spoke about a huge trafficking ring, mm-hmm. a sex trafficking ring here in Vegas really? that no one knows about. I think yeah. I was DJing at the time you guys were talking about this, yeah. so I didn't hear this. And then she was saying that it's mostly black girls and and women and girls of women of color uh-huh. mm-hmm. that were being kidnapped because no one cares about black girls and no one cares about well, the media. The, the media doesn't care about, and the police don't care yeah, about just, black girls. News, little it's not black newsworthy. Girls, yeah, when little black girls are missing, or lo, like Latin girls are missing, or minority girls are missing, they don't really care. But if there's a white girl missing, it's a big deal. You put out an APB. Exactly. And if you look at it, uh, they're saying that it's a forty percent out of the sex trafficking victims in the U.S. It's forty percent of them are are black girls. That's insane. That's a lot. And, and then, just to hear about it happening in Vegas is crazy. Yeah. They're saying there's currently sixty four to seventy five thousand black girls missing in the U.S. So it's a big problem. Yeah, and that's one of the yeah. things that she's talking about. And you know, hearing about that now, and I think about that social worker who was talking to me. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and he's and she's saying like it happens all the time. She gets mm-hmm. these uh, she gets these these little girls who escaped. And they like they come to her and she's like she's talking to them and dealing with them and wow. talking to them. Yeah, I've some seen, dude. I've seen like reports that like uh, younger girls are at the mall because I mean that's what kids do, right? They run to the mall and they hang out at the mall. So here we have the fashion show mall. Uh, I've heard that they get followed to the bathrooms and stuff and get kidnapped and they kind of get they just get like in a weird nasty way they get kind of um, rec- recruited. As they're walking around the mall, mm-hmm. so it's a, it's it's an ongoing. Some of them, some thing. of them just get snatched up on the street. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But they get like they're being scoped out for 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 hours on who they with, yeah. what they're doing. I mean, it's a real thing though, and no one's talking about. I mean, dude, there's so much fucked up shit going so on. A lot in of the shit that right goes on because it happens in Vegas that you don't hear about. You don't hear about. Oh yeah, like they gotta the, they gotta protect tourism at any cost. Yeah, I mean, tourism have, is it's crazy. Like tourism is. The number one priority here in the city. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she was even telling me about suicides in hotels. Yeah. Like there's constantly That's crazy people though, jumping off the That's balconies. Insane. Yeah. And they, no one hears about it. Yeah. Old, and it, like I heard OBs. it happens like weekly almost. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, how can you do that and not hear about it? I don't That's know. Insane. I don't know, man. It That's happens. Some shit, man. <laughs> I heard it happens a lot. Oh, it does. I mean, between, like you said, suicides, ODs. That shit is common. Yeah, someone was saying they they doctor like DUIs as well. They do yeah. all kinds of shit, man, yeah, man, to make it seem like a safer city. I mean, there's a whole tourism. underground city out here that people don't know about. Yeah. And what, are you, what are you a part of? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've read about you it. You said that a little scary. There's a whole like, underground like, city. <laughs> it's out here, guys. You're doing some nasty shit. Run huh? away. You're doing some dirty shit, no, uh, Jamie? On, I hang out with you most of the time. So whatever you're doing, I'm doing <laughs> but anyway, I mean, yeah, that's what's going on with the I, with the J. Cole. Song. I gotta say though, lyrically, that motherfucker created. He wrote a masterpiece. He's always on point though, man. Yeah, yeah. he just had a. That was even more on point. I was like, wow, he spent some shit. <laughs> just but, need a better closure, buddy. Just, yeah, man, and it came out the wrong time. Yeah, wrong time and wrong time, and then. And you know what? Uh, 
you know, maybe add some drums next time. <laughs> <laughs> some drums. I just want some did he drums. Produce, he produced the track too? Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. He probably you know, he's a He's a one-man production. Yeah, he's a one-man band. Yeah. He, gets, he gets paid more that way. Yeah. Shit. I'll give him that. Um, all right. So we talked about... Oh, we didn't talk about uh, Wale. Uh-huh. Which mm-hmm. we had a really good... Uh, he had a really good EP. Yeah, it was it was it was diverse. He on the cover of the EP, he had the the burnt down hundreds boutique. Yeah, oh, well, that was Fairfax. Basically, yeah, it was Fairfax, but he took out like the labeling and stuff like that. I mean, there is no labeling because uh, no, it burned down right. The, the hundreds? hundreds has like a yeah. big ass billboard that says hundreds over it. Oh, did he, he take it out? Yeah, I think he took Pause. it out for for whatever reasons. Let me play some of the. What was? Did you listen to the Wale? I yeah. mean, the single I, is moving different, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, this whole album was pretty easily digestible. It was good. Yeah. Seven songs. I mean, was it six? Yeah, six. Like six. six. Yeah. Almost on the same vibes as a. Uh, Anderson Pack's. I was gonna say that, yeah. Anderson yeah. Pack's song that he just dropped, the jazzy. lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you call it? I actually like this song from the from the EP. Was that Blue Yellow? It was Empty Wishing Well. Okay. I, I gotta say the first three songs in the album mm. were probably the best to me. I like yeah, Blue Yellow, Green, Pink, White. That's the third yeah. one. That's my one of my favorites. It was good though. It was good. I'll play that Blue Yellow, Pink, White shit. No. <laughs> Yeah. Blue, yellow, green, pink, white. I ain't this is a happy song. Yeah, yeah. this sounds dope. Like the cha-cha slide sample. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's some real DC shit. Like almost like some, like on a go-go vibe. I fuck with this song heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It started falling apart towards the end of the EP though, and then the dance impacts cool. So uh, yeah, Jamie, you heard it. A little, yeah, look, a little, a little uh, different. <laughs> it was Anderson Packy. The, the message yeah. is good. A little, a little yeah. different from what I'm used to from him, but it was good. It was good. Uh, Production is always great for him. Yeah, there was a new. There was this. Uh, I saw Cosmo Baker on Twitter talk about this group called Salt. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys have ever. Oh heard no, of no, this. no, no. That's I haven't good. heard. You of mentioned salt. that to me, but you didn't get really in detail what that was. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking amazing. It's spelled S A U L T. So yeah, mm-hmm. salt. But uh, shit, it's fucking good, man. They have it's, an album, or is it just a new group? It's an thinking? album. It's um, let me see this. Hold on. Salt is the name of the group. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, That's not the name of that. Is album. it the untitled Black Is? The Black Is, yeah. yeah. And then there's just it's honestly like a really great. It's kind of like borderline. It's really ex- uh, experimental. Yeah. They they have some songs that are instrumentals. They have some that are like interludes. They have some that are housey. They have the. There's some that are like you know very vibey. Yeah. That's dope. Um, let me try to play crazy. some shit on this. That was good. Uh, yeah, millions. Damn, we got like song. what? Yeah. Fucking twenty tracks on here. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of them on there. What's their third album? It came out last year. What's the name of this one, Kirk? Stop them. Stop them. Like we're about to go kill somebody, but this whole song is just literally that chant. Yeah, 
And then they'll switch up to like, I don't know. There was like some up more upbeat joints. Which one is this? But it's a good listen. This is like hard life. But this is like a really good listen. Ain't that bass. Yeah. It sounds like a takeover. It does. A little <laughs> bit, yeah. <laughs> But yo, like, check it out. S A U L T. Soul. This sounds oh. hella good. It's some it's good almost shit. like a seventies vibe. Yeah, it's it like rock. Seventies soul. Vibe. It reminded mm-hmm. me of um. Never remember like blowout comb, diggable planets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It reminded me yeah. of that mm-hmm. kind of jazzy. Oh, I, I gotta check and it out. And then uh, like the, the oh, coop. What was that? that? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me of that. And then uh, it was really dope. It was like a really enjoyable listen. Like I enjoyed listening to it. Is undiggable planets, Kurt? Diggable planets. Oh, diggable. Blow I'm check that out. It's I'm the same one to the. Uh, uh, um, I'm, go- I'm, I'm cool, cool like, like that. that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, their second album cool was like that. a masterpiece. It, it was, was like a yeah. jazz masterpiece, like I'm a jazz. Nobody out. really liked it though for some reason. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. It wasn't as big as the first album. Oh no, no, no. no. But it was. It was like a fucking masterpiece. But it was a good though. album. Like yeah. yeah. Like the the level of jazz production on there was it was mm-hmm. all butterfly too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was oh, insane. Nice. Okay, I'm gonna check that. All out. right, let's go. Let's go to the clubs since we talked about conscious uh, lyrical miracle stuff. Yeah, let's talk about the clubs. Uh, God, t- everyone heard the Tiana Taylor. Really? Amazing, yeah. I heard it. it's amazing, good. amazing. Mm-hmm. I actually I, liked I would, it a lot more than the KTSE. Yeah, of course. Project. I mean, I think this is the project she wanted to drop. Yeah. It was like 24 songs. It was a, 20, I'm going to say it's a little too long, but it's really It was good like though. 20 songs or something? 21. I love how it started off when it was like that phone call, the 911 phone call of her giving birth mm. at home. And she was like, I guess uh, she was like struggling to have birth and her husband ended up delivering the baby. So that kinda how, that's kind of how it started off and it set the tone. And then it goes right into the record after that with uh, Rick Ross, which is, um, damn it, what's the name of that record right there? Let me pull it Come up. Back to Me. Come Back to Me, yeah. That song, I was like, why would you start a song with Rick Ross? <laughs> and it ended up being like fucking perfect. It's yeah. really good. The production is nasty too. She killed it. Yeah. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there and say definite candidate for album of the year. Wow. Who was okay. one? Of, dude, who was who was on the production on this album? It's, a, it's a lot of a lot of people, and the last two are are Kanye. So Kanye didn't really have much on the on the first twenty songs, yeah. or whatever that was. Sorry, I mean the hook is nasty on this too. The feature she has, Erica Badu. Yo, that song, the low key, yeah, yeah with Erica Badu. Erica Badu it, 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 uh, samples like kind of like next lifetime a little bit. Mm-hmm. She got Davido. She got Big yeah. Sean. Get da- 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 uh, kill killer with Davido. She has Kehlani, uh, Lauren Hill, right? Yeah, Quavo's yeah. on there. That's about it. Big Sean. Got Missy. This future. I, am I the only one that likes Rick Ross when he ra- raps on some shit like this? Yeah, he's awesome. He's, he's awesome amazing. When he this, man. He's amazing when he does shit like this. This is on like some. That's like, his vibe. No, nah, he kills his like shit. Like Dice Pineapples, like that kind of sound. Yeah, that's just that smooth. There's not one song on this album that I, I hated. Yeah, I listened to the whole thing. I thought it was twice. I thought it was like a masterpiece. I, I could have done without the um I had given the it, King Combs um song. That wasn't even <laughs> Don't come Which is actually uh, the, it was actually his song. The but total total uh We got love. Total sample. No, no, I'm sorry. How, how you it was want just it? it was very predictable though, right? But that yeah. was his song because that came yeah. out last year. It was. Right. With with the Curtis Mayfield sample. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. And he he flows like Mace. Yeah. Not for nothing. But you know, that's my guy. I can't go out. Sorry, man. No, that's why I didn't. Yeah. That's why I'm like, yeah. 
You know, another song I like on there is Friends, Towards the End. I actually had given this album 9.1. Friends is really good. goddamn good. Yeah, yeah, this is dope. The music, so Simple. child sample. Yeah. Oh my God, I love this record. Yeah. I can't say enough about this album. This is one of the first albums that I could hear front to back. In a long time. And the content that she's yeah. talking about is ill. I hope, I hope, I hope she gets a good response from I mean, this. I she hope. deserves a hit album. She's this never is had definitely like a, Grammy She's never had like a hit, this is a on, big album. This is on good music? Uh, oh, that's it. It's on Def Jam. Which is, no, it is good music and Def okay, Jam. Okay, it is, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I've seen we got played as uh, Lauren Hill, right? Yeah. This is produced by Kanye West and like four or five other producers as well. Of course, that's how Kanye does. <laughs> I love that beat, I ain't gonna lie. in the carriage yet yeah. i got black love and marriage yet yeah. they gonna say you what else have you guys been listening to oh uh, the chris brown and young thug album i need yeah, that was like the, yeah, it's called it's called slime and b is that good came, that came out like a month ago yeah i feel like is it a month ago Rough, yeah, maybe like that. three yeah. weeks to a month, but Shit. I feel like it for some reason Damn, it just popped know, off. I didn't, I didn't even know that they dropped. That. Yeah, it was no, like no promotion. Yeah, it that had zero great. promotion. The only reason I, I I heard about it is because I saw someone post a single, and I was like, okay, let me check it out. Oh, more than a month ago. The, the hit single right now is "Go Crazy." Yeah, mm. I haven't even good. heard it. Let me look it up. Yeah, uh, yeah, it came out May eighth, and it's thirteen songs. Yeah, honestly, it, it's got some club hits on it. Yeah, "Go Crazy" is probably the one. Yeah. I like Help Me Breathe as well. It's just really good digestible R&B. Yeah. How's Young Thug on this? He oh, sounds good. He's not over... He doesn't... He's not overly used. <laughs> I thought I was him for a second. He's got the little Trigger Man beat in the back. Little Merlin shit. The yeah. shit. I'm telling you, I feel like 2020 is like the year of R&B, man. Yeah. There's so much good R&B out. Yeah. Bro. Oh, okay, I heard this. I heard this. Yeah. There's another one. Uh, the record City Girls is really good. Let me try that one out. Oh, that was the one that was uh, popular on Instagram. When it yeah, first a lot came of out. lot of lot of women are posting City Girls. Yeah, City Girls was the one. The yeah. City Girls album? No, the no, single. The on song Brown. City Girls. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really good actually. Oh. Let me tell you how the, how fucking great fucking young thug came out to be, man. Yeah. Who would have thought, man? Who would have fucking thought? <laughs> Wait, he Wait really the, the song City Girls? Yeah, yeah, by Chris Brown and Young Thug. Okay. Yeah. I thought the City Girls was on it. Nah, nah. nah it's City Girls. This guy a lot, really, of, lot of women been posting this, though. Because yeah. he's pretty much talking about industry women. Oh. So they feel like they're. So the lyrics are kind of ill, the way, the way he's breaking it down. Yeah, this is a great album. I think it's like it's like like 50 BPM right here. Do y'all do y'all Do y'all do y'all date industry girls? I have. I have in the past. Not recently, no. Not recently. <laughs> but in the past I have. I, I stay away I stay away from industry yeah. girls. I've I've never dated a girl I work with. I take I worked around. I, I take pride in that. Okay, this sounds good. This is cool. 
Yeah, man. All right, I got to check out this album. Yeah, it's good. Chris Brown never disappoints, man. It's an easy listen, too. It's 13 tracks. I think it's bare, barely an hour. All right, so yeah. what what is there in the clubs right now? Y'all, There's y'all, no clubs. Y'all must have <laughs> Loser. Where you been? What's, what's popping in the clubs right now? If, 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 if the club was popping, the Go Crazy record by Chris Brown Young Thug would definitely be yes. in yeah. rotation heavy. Uh. Y'all, uh, D and Jamie love that Sweetie record tap in, right? Oh, I love that record. It's the number one hit. You know what? If the, I mean, if I was DJing the clubs, I feel like I'd be playing it right now. Yeah. yeah. It, I think she should have stayed away I from that sample. I think she has such a following that even though it's a sample of a, a enormous record of all time. It's not too bad, though. Women are still going to fuck with her she just because of that. Okay, I don't like this song. I just play it because Cricket hates it, but it seems like <laughs> never really likes the song. She could have really sampled the whole song. She just took... That beginning, and then like, do you think she, her, you she took the whole beat? What are you talking about? Do you think her her? What I was say, do you think that that lane of her uh, doing this type of sampling, you think is it gonna last any longer? No, everyone Bruh. was talking shit about it on like all the blogs and shit. Like in the comments, they were like, this shit is like, she need to do some original shit. Yeah, but I saw a lot of girls post this shit on the stories. Because they got paid to, a lot of them got no, paid, not, you know? No, trust me, the women that I follow are not getting paid for that. Yeah, a lot They're of working at the dentist's office. She's going to have at least one of these a year. Yeah. It seems it's been like that She's been doing it for the past three, four years. years. Yeah. Who, was it? Who had this shit in their stories? Uh, I've seen a lot of women. A lot of women that I follow. Really? Yeah. Shorty's and, and stupid, And to be though, honest, she, Yo, she just sounds crying. good. Huh? She just sounds good on shit. Like her voice just sounds good. Really? Yeah. This is the most mid shit I've ever heard in a long time, yo. This is like so mediocre to me. Yeah? Yeah. Well, I think that's that's what she Icy is. Icy was mediocre. You don't think that Icy one? girl? Yeah. Yeah. That's like in the same level. I mean, not to diss. I feel like... <laughs> but here comes the diss. <laughs> yeah. No, but I feel like a lot of women like her. Yeah. And how she looks. Lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. And the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I think the music is secondary. It is. I think playing her music in their stories is them feeling like they're part of Sweetie's of camp and yeah. shit. Yeah. But I don't think And I think that holds weight into the into the club. Like women, they just they want to fuck with her. So if they if we played in the club, they're gonna dance to it just because they like her. Not necessarily I don't know because of how good the song is. I think it's like one of the laziest, wildly uncreative songs that I've ever fucking heard <laughs> in a long time. You like the uh, City Girls Jobs record? I actually liked some of the City Girls shit, like some of that I gotta shit listen on the to album, that. man. Jobs, if, if we were in a club right now, I feel like that would that would be one that would be getting, getting some traction right now. Does it sound like every other City Girls It song? doesn't. It's actually, oh, it's it actually like, 80 BPM. It's, it's slower. It sounds like a bootleg version of nonstop. That's what it sounds like. Oh. But their flow is just... Yeah, it does. It's the same, it's same, same, it's the same <laughs> producer. <laughs> I, I was thinking, what's the song you're talking about non stop? You know, yeah. I just do a switch. Oh, this definitely <laughs> be in the club rotation. Hell yeah. Strip I'm surprised club. I haven't heard this song before. Strip club record, female club record. Mm-hmm. I can see Megan Thee Stallion on this remix. I mean, that's the City Girls right there. Mm-hmm. I actually uh, listened to this album, and I would never listen to a City Girls yeah, album. I'm, surprised you I'm very that. surprised. <laughs> I was surprised by this album, man. There's some shit on this, yo. Let me play this. That old man. This sounds very New Orleans. 
Hell yeah. Bounce, 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 bounce. bounce. Kind of reminded me of Yin Yang Twins. Definitely like some yeah. yin yang cadence. Mm. Not bad. Yeah. Not at all. I'm not mad. Yeah. Not mad. I got more. I got more. Oh, <laughs> throw got another more. heater out there. I know. Punk. I took. I took notes on this shit. <laughs> Look at this. I took notes on. Uh, you I really broke that shit down. I took notes on the City Girl album, yo. Uh, I'm wildly that. impressed. <laughs> That's I'm impressed be, with that's myself. Gotta be a first. <laughs> that's definitely a first. Here's, here's, like, here's another one. Another standout Ooh, track. You be playing the Come outside. Oh, I like Ooh, that. I like what that the bass. Fuck? That's like some Collie Park bass. Yeah. Yeah. That's right? a good call. Yeah. It sounds exactly like Collie Park. Yeah. Right there. Oh. Ooh. That sounds like Yin Yang Twins too. That wait. Bro. This could be some summertime pool shit now. I know, right? That <laughs> chap is in the house club shit. Okay, I another. I got more. I got more. You want to hear more? Give him another <laughs> one. <laughs> and this, this is one, not a sponsorship. This one's called, this one's called Rodeo. Uh huh. Right. And this one was like a real Houston, Texas sound that I liked. Yeah. This sounds like that Beyonce uh, partition. I make him grow. Oh, I'm a freak, like a Scorpio. Let's go live, make a video, and I'm a badge, like a rodeo. I'm a badge, like a rodeo. Yo, I ain't gonna lie, man. This whoever's behind them. Knows what they're doing. It's quality control. Quality, man. Quality. Yeah. QC, bro. Fuck, Migo, but just Sweetie. The, but just not even that. Like, they're picking the right beats for them. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? Like, that's such, an, that's such an important aspect that we always talk about with artists. Like, they don't have the right beats I feel sometimes. like Meek Mill doesn't know how to... I feel like Meek Mill's like the new Nas. He doesn't know what to beats pick beat. to pick for himself, yeah, man. Yeah, He's the worst. Hey, Meek Mill, car QC. Like, the fact that they got at least five joints on that album, they're just picking the right the beats fact that, that I listen, the, the fact that I listened to it... <laughs> it's the, not bad. But listen, the, the fact that I listened to it yeah. and felt compelled to be like... This is pretty good. I got to take notes on this shit and talk about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that in itself shows that they had they got the, they got some club shit here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like those are some bangers. That's I mean, some good yeah. shit. That's four good ones out of what Coach, was it? Coach K over, overlooked this shit. Yeah, they they have a slow they have a slow joint uh-huh. that was the only slow joint there. It was the last song, but it was a, it was like eh, but it might blow up. Yeah, on some like Fetty Wap shit. You know what I mean. But it was eh, it was like eh, yeah. you know. These shorties they don't Nigga, you ain't saying nothing. Nigga, you ain't saying nothing. Like these shorties don't excel at these songs. Nah. <laughs> no, this is not No, it. what would you compare them to? Like are they like the new salt and pepper? No. Yin Yang twins. Yeah, the female Yin Yang twins. Yeah. yeah. They're like the the Yin Yang twins. Yeah, they just got hits, man. And they just sound fucking good on everything. They yeah, are they are kinda like the female Yin Yang twins had some shit, right? Hell yeah. yeah. A lot of shit. Fuck, man. Man. No, they had Salt a, Shaker, they had a, Wade, all they the had shit like with Lil Jones. Whistle while we work. Yeah. While we twerk. While we never. twerk, yeah. Uh, what do you call it? I'm just gonna name a couple of other joints. Well, I'm oh, looking shit, at the, you really did a breakdown. Well, I'm looking at the length of the album. It was like only 36. Ooh, 
thirty six minutes. So yeah, I mean I, it was a lot. It felt like a lot of songs. It's down like fifteen there. songs in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean. That's a good, I mean, that's a good length. 36 minutes. Pause. Pause. <laughs> hey, hey. Goddamn right, that's a good length. Pause. Hey, did you guys listen to anything else? Uh, I've, I, you know I got, what I'm liking right now? We're going to go left field with this. Um, do, do a leaper. Yeah. I'm with my man over there. Yeah. Um, don't start now. Great, that's a banger. Great, it was a great pop album. It is. Oh I got to listen to the full album. It's I've been a on really a great pop I've been album. on a pop shit lately. I told you I've been. Correct. I've been, pause, I've been big on her since... Uh, she came out with the joint with Calvin Harris, One Kiss. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just like, yo, the vocals on that was crazy. And I've just been she's a fan very, ever since, like, man. Yeah. I feel like she made that record. She's definitely like the new it white girl. Uh-huh. I feel like she's the shit. white Rihanna. Would you say mm. that? You know what I was, was funny was that the, the sound of this album was very reminiscent to Weekend's first, uh, album when he was working with Daft Punk. Starboy. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. It mm-hmm. had some of that sound quality where yeah. it was like it's a little it was like it a sounds little sounds like kind of eighties. Like an eighties. A little bit, yeah. There's a little pop. bit of a nostalgic eighties sound. Yeah, but it, exactly. It yeah. all kind of starts dark mm-hmm. and then it blossoms and yes. opens up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it's is amazing. kind of like the weekend where it all sounded dark and then it just blossomed open. Well, mm-hmm. it's still kind of dark sometimes. This is kind of pause what I'm doing with yeah. my <laughs> uh no, nah, but yeah, I, I, I liked it. I actually when after hearing that, I thought a song with Weekend and Dua Lipe would be an amazing song, yeah. just because the sound of that album, that new album she had, sonically, it sounded is, it, sonically, it sounded very similar to the Weekend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like the Weekend could have just jumped in at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, some of them were a little like Kitty and Pop, though. No, yeah, I couldn't fuck with some of those songs. Now, it's something about pop music right now that is being like nurtured differently from what we're used to, and yeah, I fuck with it right now. I mean, yeah, he put. Um, Never put me onto the Dua Lipa stuff because it was like nobody. Well, at least the people that I followed didn't speak about it, so I, I was really unaware of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, never put me on, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is some shit over here." It's really good production, yeah, and, yeah. And, like great mastering, great production. The sound quality is really good. Oh my god! Can we t- since we're on pop? Can we talk about Black Eyed Peas? How they yeah. made like an Afro beats like kind reggaeton. of like uh, reggaeton entire like Dembo <laughs> by the Funk album. That's Which kind of genius. That's all Will I Am, right? So they got rid yeah. of Fergie. I didn't know they got rid of Fergie. Uh, did she left? I think she left she years left. ago. Yeah, but yeah. they got a new girl. Really? Nah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, they have a new member. Her name is uh, J. Ray Soul. Hmm. Oh wow. She's like uh, she's black and Filipino, so she's been doing all the oh, vocals. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah. She's been Jay doing all Ray the vocals. Soul. She's like the new. She's their new. She's a new, new Fergie. Okay. And this album dropped this past Friday, June nineteenth. It's not. I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's really good, mm-hmm. but there's just those black IP elements of corniness. That's kind of mixed I can't in with fuck everything. With it, yeah. Did you get a feeling? <laughs> <laughs> that was really stupid. Oh, this sounds good. Oh shit. Ooh. What's the name of this song? Feel the beat. Oh, they got Maluma. Wow, sample Lisa Lisa. Will I am getting back in his bag. I mean, they did, they did a good job, man. I thought they uh, they did a pretty good job on this shit, man. They got a song with Becky G. Do you think people have an issue with them uh, appropriating? Wanna, yeah. 
culturally appropriating? Yeah. I don't know. Because it's actually charting really well in, right. the, in the Latin and charts. Yes, I'm saying. So what like, taboo is Mexican? Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it's, cha- so, it's so, charting really well in the he, Latin charts. They're not really and they're, and appropriating. They're using, they're using huge features of Latin artists. Yeah, so they're, they're not, not just, trying to make it their own as much. No yeah. point. No, no diss, but yeah. they're not doing the Steve Aoki route. Sorry, buddy. I mean, they got Ozuna, Shakira on yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, Maluma. Shit, Maluma. J Balvin was on the first single. Nicky Jam. Right? Nicky yeah. Jams. Yeah, they got some hits. Wow. Shouts to Will I Am. We went to the same high school. You know My what? T- Tabby used to shop at New all the time. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Tabby used to be at Rift too. It's crazy. Ooh. Oh, Rick James. Jamie loved this one. This is Vita Can't Loca. MC oh, Hammer. I thought it was Rick James. It is. Let me get the sample. <laughs> wow, it's Rick James. No, MC, MC Hammer. Hammer. MC Hammer can't touch this. Can't touch this. That's the corny element. <laughs> the countdown. <laughs> That's that's classic yeah. ad lib. Do it. Like RP's Hammer ad-lib. got writing credit on this. So. <laughs> this is with Nicky Jam and Tiger. Yo, why is Tiger considered a Latin person grouping? He's like the go-to feature for, for Latin group, artists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not sure why. It, not knocking it to him. This is like the best Tiger verse I've heard. Really? <laughs> nah. I swear Seriously? to God. Let me go to his verse. I was like, damn, he actually spit some shit. That's Yo, Crook, did you listen to this whole album? I did. Wow. Yo, Crook, where do you have the time to do all this shit? <laughs> I did. I mean, I've been listening. I've been trying to like digest all of this music and shit. You know what I mean? Like trying to hear some good shit. The City Girls breakdown. Yeah, they got, they got the Black Eyed Peas. They got French Montana on here. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, he got. They got the God from the Bronx. I mean, this is like the closest thing that they could do to get digestible pop music because for them, they can't do EDM. No, no. it's a rap. So no. this is the closest thing that they could do, and they kind of mm-hmm. made a living off of it. Yeah, but and, and if anything, if if anything, Af- uh, not not necessarily Afro beats, but yeah, maybe a little bit of Afro beats, but uh, reggaeton and dembo and like baile funk, they can you know, and Afro house and all that. Mm-hmm. Those are the closest things that can incorporate EDM into it. Yeah, yeah. and and like a really pop sound yeah. that yep. these guys are going for. So exactly. especially Dimbo because it's that high energy, high yeah. BPM yeah. stuff. And I yeah. think it was just it was just honestly it was kind of genius the way they put this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, and it's charting on the Latin charts. It's like literally in the top ten. There's like yeah. four songs on the Latin charts that are doing well. Wow. They might mess around and get a Latin Grammy. <laughs> I don't know if they deserve that. Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah. Yo, too far. they're going to be in the running. The fact that they can come back like this. Yeah. But they've always adapted to that pop sound. Mm, come on. They were honest. struggling. In, in After EDM died, yeah, they struggled. They were struggling. So like, yeah. even Will I Am tried to do some hip-hop mustard kind of beats, and right. it didn't work. The fact that they can come back mm. like this is impressive to me. Yes. Yeah. Because that's not easy to, to come up with an album that had like, that's I don't right. know, 15, 12 songs on there. Mm-hmm. And then chart like all of that shit is charting on iTunes. If you look at That's iTunes, I'm surprised they came out with an album. Period. I thought I was done. I'm gonna that. That sounds really, really good. I mean, yeah, it's just like it's certain parts when you hear it, you're like, wow, this is good. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, like they just fucked it up. They they black IP would it. Yeah. They this yeah they did that shit. <laughs> they black IP. They it. put the little that little stamp that you think is like fuck this is corny. Yeah. Yes. but it's probably like one of those things that look that that really 
translates well in a live show. Yeah, but it just I'm sounds sure. oh, they, so they fucking have a, cheesy. I've been to a Black Eyed Peas uh, concert. That shit is fucking production. Those bananas. motherfuckers are old though, yo. They ain't yeah, dancing yeah, like they, they were, used to, yo. <laughs> they were like yeah. popping like Easy E put them on. Yeah, Did yeah, yeah. Will I Am was signed to Easy E, Ruthless Records. Jesus Christ! Did yeah. he do production for them? What did he do? No, nah, he just nah. like put them on. It was towards the end. Ruthless, yeah. Uh, no, I think Will I Am when when uh, that I got a feeling he was about 33, 32. I mean, you can't sleep on this motherfucker. Will I am man? His beats Production? has always yeah. been nasty. nasty. Oh yeah, guy's a genius. Well, yeah. not that much of a genius. And he, he is a adapt. genius. He, is he a can genius. adapt very well. Give him a respect. Because I mean, their first album with Joints and James was like it was like some backpacker type. Yeah, California like swaggy backpack shit. And, and they got Fergie totally and went they into blew the fuck up. Pop mode, crossover. Yeah. I heard he has a creative studio in L.A. that's open to like artists and everybody. Really. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Soho House where like if you have a membership, you can go there and use all the facilities. Damn. And it's like it's only for creatives though. It's like it's really strict. Only certain people can go in there. Uh-huh. But there's little cubbies and, and computers and like there's all these facilities and resources that anyone can use and every and everyone's like intermingling. Yeah. And I think he was like working on like a three D uh three D machine. Like a three D what, do, what the fuck? Yeah, I know what you're saying. A three, yeah, it's called 3D machine. Like a 3D machine. He was working on a consumer-based 3D machine that motherfuckers could could sculpt things and stuff. Could like buy that. and shit. Wow. Yeah, he was. This was like maybe five, six years ago, though. Well, um, he got some of that Beats by Jay money. Oh yeah. yeah. He was That's an right. investor. Oh yeah. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. He was an investor. Gwen, uh, Stefani, all those like Interscope mm-hmm. first artists were all investors in That's that. That's right. Lady yeah. Gaga probably has some mean cheese off of that. Uh, what do you call it? There's a lot of new. I'm just gonna name a couple songs that I I listened to really quickly. It wasn't anything spectacular. Uh-huh. Uh, Party Next Door with Trippy Red has a new song. Yeah, so that John Legend and Janae Aiko, Usher and Tiger. Maybe that was the song where it's Usher and Tiger. I think I heard that one. Is that they're sampling? Actually, something, I, right? that's the Tiger verse that I said he he really killed. Okay, on he, that he's on, on that good joint. on this one. Yeah, he did I, sound good on this. I just think he sounded good because. We needed to hear him on like 120 BPM because he keeps rhyming on the same BPM. Yeah, he's, he's same been, he's 102, been, he's baby. Been in his, <laughs> he's his mustard bag. What was I going to say? Uh, I also listened to the new Pop Smoke. Sounded good in the car. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. it sound that good in your in your iPhone? When Danny Lay has a new record with Pop Smoke too called okay. uh, Dominican Girl. This is the Usher and Tiger. Hey. Hey. I don't know what this is on though. It's on like a, a weird album. It's like a compilation album. Yeah. Yeah, the song's called California. Oh, yeah. Tiger sound good. I feel like he killed us. Yeah. He's like, I got a song with Usher. I got to come through. Like he's like got some aggression in his voice. He's talking that spice. Yeah. He's usually so laid back with his rhymes. Yeah, so like fucking ABC. Yeah. Oh, this is good. I fuck with this. I'm, sucks I'm not feeling the chorus, California. Yeah. They just <laughs> fucking hate it. It just sucks. That I was we, like men on films and living color. I was like, hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we sh- it sucks that we can't be outside. Why yeah. is great yeah. music is being played. Yeah. Tiger. I hope it doesn't, and this is a sad thing, I hope it doesn't go over people's head when we go outside or whatever time it is. And some of the songs are just like, they're done. 
You know, they have no, they didn't live long enough. They didn't get pushed yeah. enough because everybody was in the house. So song, music was, you know, being listened to differently. But I, I almost some, feel like I almost feel like a lot of stuff going to be like a uh, stop in time because there's so many records that have probably would have been big records that we never got a chance to even explore. Like uh, the Savage record with Megan Thee Stallion, that would be that would have been a huge bigger. record yeah. right now in the club. That would have been the song of the summer. Yeah, it's so like just shit like that, like that we we're missing out on. I feel like it'll still be there when we when we're back, and there'll just be a, a, a huge conglomerate of records that we'll have to choose from that'll that'll probably be hit or miss. So I said before, like earlier in the podcast, probably last year, I said Megan Thee Stallion will never have a hit. I said the same. I, I agree with you. You think on this that. is her hit? Yeah, Savage. Oh, hell yeah. Yep. I'm kind of happy we weren't open because we, then I, I yeah. then I'd really be proven wrong, right? <laughs> but we re, we all reviewed her album. We we all looked over that record. We talked about her album when record. it came out. We were like, that was whatever. our reset. Yeah, we and looked that, over that record. Yeah, and then I think TikTok did wonders for that record. Know, and then the Beyonce the pan, remix. The pandemic and TikTok blew that record up. Yeah, yeah, the Beyonce <laughs> remix because Beyonce bodied it. Yeah. And it just made it. Well, having Beyonce on any record is going to yeah. give it attention. You know well, what I'm saying? That's not true. Yeah, I'm about <laughs> to say that. Khaled's, uh songs <laughs> with Beyonce overlooked. That's true, yeah. But she uh, did. She definitely gave that record a cosign. But the fact that they both from Houston, mm-hmm. it's a girl power record. She's talking about women with curves and fitting in the jeans. And okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, get the points for breaking down yeah. the intricate lyrics yes. of As I was about to say, what? on what Savage. There's some, there some, some, you know, I appreciate that. Thank, thank you for breaking that down. Yo, and on she, that note, motherfuckers, <laughs> you know, the way she broke down the size of her ass, you know, <laughs> the symmetry of her it was thigh, really eloquent, man. the size of her jeans. Thanks for that. I just want to mention, we're going to end this. Uh, podcast this episode, mm-hmm. but I, I want to mention that Buju Banton, Buju Banton, mm-hmm. is dropping his album this Friday. Yeah, so let's go support that shit. Hell yeah! Who's who's paying you to say that? Huh? Who's paying you to say yeah. that? Yeah, what's up with you motherfuckers <laughs> with this payola yeah, shit? I know, right? What's nah, up? man. I will explain. <laughs> I will explain later. You got that new Buju Banton? <laughs> Not even well, no, I played one of his new records on our last Twitch. It was yeah. called Blessed. What's the name of the album? Career. Plug this correctly, man. Yeah, yeah, keep the it going. Keep it dropping. There's actually some dope merch attached to it, too. Oh, There's word? like t-shirts. Oh, oh shit. The dope Buju Bantan uh, t-shirts. I mean, for me, he was one of the first dancehall dance hall artists that I grew up on. Yeah. It was like him and Shaba. And then like maybe some yeah. of the others. But Mad Cobra, maybe. Yeah. Like the Bogle was big for me. Like all of the Buju Bantan shit. So for mm-hmm. me, him dropping the album. But I'll explain later. Yeah. Next week, maybe on why I'm I'm pushing this album. Can we show some love to our homie Salinati too? Because he did that T-shirt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, which T-shirt? Bantan versus Beanie Man. And he just did another one yesterday. Yeah, he he just, re-released one last night. The one uh, Drake got caught wearing it. Yeah, Drake was wearing one on Father's Day. Uh, well, he did do Buju Bantan versus Beanie Man, right? I'm sorry, it was Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer. Yes. My fault. Yeah. Yeah. But just I wanted to shout him out because I got mine in the mail and it, shit was dope. Yeah, yeah. And I just felt like he was. It was deserved. a dope t shirt. Yeah. yeah. He had that on ice even way before the verses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Johnny, he released yeah. the, the Gully versus, uh, get, I want to say his name bad, Gaza. Gaza. All right. There we go. Yeah. Just check out <laughs> Silent Addy. He has I'm some dope t shirts. Yeah. Shout out to my boy. Um, and then, yeah. I mean, I think we're going to wrap it up, right? Anything else, guys? Nothing? Nope. I think no, that was it. it. All right, cool, man. Yeah. Well, if you want to watch this video alongside all our brand new videos that drop every Friday, go ahead and go to youtube.com slash podcast. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Hit the notification bell to be the first to get the video. And a and, uh, big shout out to DJ City, man. And then this week, uh, we're going to do our Twitch schedule. We've been kind of like uh, switching it up. 
But I think this week we're going to do Thursdays. It's going to be all of us together uh-huh. for what we call the mix, the mix, mix show, mix show podcast, which is like a mix pod. So Thursday is going to be a mix pod. Friday and Saturday is just going to be individual DJ sets that we just DJ. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think we might dead Sundays. Yeah. For now. For, for now. now. Just yeah, because right. we're just, I've been exhausted hosting these motherfuckers at my crib. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be uh, tired of coming to the crookest crib. Yeah. yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? Never's just mad that he has to pay Uber to come here. That's what <laughs> that also, yeah. And it's, the a, sad thing. and it's a bitch to get an Uber right now. Yeah. The sad thing is, is I can it pick is, him man. up. Yeah. It's like a 20 minute wait. Yeah. He took, it takes him like 20, 30 minutes to pick up. Well, you guys up. coordinate something, you know, give him some gas money and then No, go it's pick not even that. It's just that I show up early because we have meetings. Well, then you have him come early. I mean, I'm just saying before when you get an Uber left, it's usually like five. Less than 10 minutes now. It's like a 20 minute so wait. So now I got to pick them up. Ubers are scarce right now. Yeah, that's what, that's that's what I'm being. Why is that? Because everyone's sick? I think so. I think people you know what? are afraid to drive. I was talking to, to a, a Lyft driver drivers. yesterday, and she was telling me how um, a lot of Lyft drivers, they're on unemployment, unemployment instead of driving because they're getting more money. Oh, okay. So unemployment. Oh. Yeah, there's drivers out there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Take it easy. You Big too. shout Peace. to DJ City. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.